Hello everybody and welcome to this episode of There Be Dragons. I am your Dungeon Master Matthew. Let's go around the table, introduce the people and the players. To my right is... Angela and I play Abella. Karen and I play Ryland Westfall. Uh, Josh and I play... Scan Fels... No, that's the wrong voice. Uh, um, Scan Felspar? I am Tristan and I play Charlie Roughhouse. And I'm Tom. I play Nezor, the at-the-moment bard, who knows what will be in the future. Absolutely. And we're all, except for the one exception of Abella, freshly level six. Abella is level seven. Uh, congratulations. Yeet. Yeet. Can we edit that out, please? No. I don't want it. No. Yeet. Dab. Lit. <laughs> I, I dabbed in my <laughs> carrot costume on Friday night and got some cheers from some nearby teenagers. And that's why you shouldn't do it. No, we need to encourage teenagers <laughs> to be better citizens by dabbing. <laughs> well, that's certainly in a, a position. <laughs> you are all travelling down the River Dis towards the city of... Dis River. Dis River, yeah. <laughs> Not that river, Dis River. river. <laughs> yeah. It has been an uneventful journey. But it was filled with a lot of shit jokes. <laughs> I will drown him in this river. <laughs> I wouldn't want to be drowned in any other river. <laughs> Only this river. Uh, for the most part, you've been enjoying the lovely company of a few beasts of burden. The huh? There uh, are horses. a few... There I know, I know. I just I don't like the way you phrase that. <laughs> beasts of burden. No, then he's been enjoying the company of them. You better not enjoy the company of mine. Beastmaster. Has anyone seen Scan today? (laughs) It's a small barge. (laughs) Oh, no. I think he's just in the stables. Hey, Scan. Oh, my God! There is no door. How did you not know this was happening? This is a barge. (laughs) Yeah, it's just a big old flat platform. (laughs) Hello. It's 100 feet long and you can definitely see what I'm doing. Anything is possible (laughs) when your mind tries to create a mental block over something that you're not ready to deal with. Look, just because you've acquired an NPC love buddy, it doesn't mean that I have. I just wanted to not be a horse. (laughs) That's harsh, isn't it? (laughs) Oh, my God. You have been enjoying the company of the sa- the riverboat captain, captain and sailors, yeah, uh, yeah. who are very earthy, salt of the earth types. Salt of this river, actually. <laughs> oh my god! Is this what this arc's going to be like? This needs to get kept in. This is fucking gold. <laughs> yeah. We'll um, Dad, bod Tristan. <laughs> god damn it! Born paid for, son. <laughs> It's just going to be me going, oh, my <laughs> God. This entire fucking game. I'm thinking of drowning myself in this river. <laughs> you know what's funny? We're all sober. <laughs> yeah. this, is, this is not worse. This is a dry river. This river? It's a dry river. It's, it's like so a wet that's ca- why we're wet not county dry It's county. only like three minutes walk up the street. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, my arms! <laughs> this is so stupid. Why did we just walk? When uh, the horses are having a break, they pull the barge. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, as you've been traveling down the river, the, the barge has occasionally pulled over to small, like, little townships, dropping off goods and, you know, uh, animals and bringing on goods and animals and other travelers. Uh, for the most part, you've had your section of the barge to yourself. You've paid for the best seats on the barge. Mm-hmm. So, in that first week, as I said, uninterrupted. But on that second week, you start to see occasionally on the banks of the river soldiers marching towards your destination, which is key. 
And they seem to be coming from little towns and other places in the country. A lot of them just look like people who've been shanghaied from farmsteads. There was quite a lot that happened in Ratu. So did you guys want to maybe talk amongst yourselves about what you're getting up to in this two weeks and any discussions you might want to have? Charlie's just focusing have on... Have and Abella just been... No, we haven't. We've... As we discussed with issue, I have made an igloo out of the flour. And horses. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. I think there was a question asked. Then, so what? What? No, happened it's not for? a two-week orgy. Orgy, orgy, no, guys. I'm leaving it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's toned down a bit. You're we getting, just hang around. You're getting bored of him. No, no. Okay, he's right. just That's very he's fine. We just like. No, it's fine. Okay, the relationship's stable. It's fine. I'm just going to not talk about Quillane to any of you ever again. Uh, Quillane, for his part, has actually been very sociable. Yeah! It's fine! Except at breakfast. (laughs) I mean, look, there is probably times where they're, like, sitting on the edge of the boat, nattering amongst themselves, maybe the occasional kiss, that's about it. He's been very much above the belt. That doesn't bother me. Trying to steal the tongue. (laughs) He, he He has been orbiting... Not your tongue. Not everything is about I you, I know Abella. that. Oh, my God. Charlie is also enabling that, just so you're aware. Charlie will, <laughs> like... has hidden it. No, no, he oh, hasn't. Yes, he has. I know where it is. I can sense it. It's <laughs> <laughs> deep inside. It calls to me to give to Quillane. <laughs> so Quillane has actually gone up to... I pretty much spent quality time, inverted commas, with each of you. Not in that way. Just well, he can if he wants. Maybe this was a two-week orgy. <laughs> orgy. She... <laughs> There's a J. We went to uni with a guy called Augie, so this is really (laughs) weird, okay? He's been consistently, whenever things have gotten a bit boring and he knows that he notices that you're like sort of just, I guess, kicking your heels, he'll come over and he'll say, he'll basically ask if you want to play a game of cards. Scan would have been up for a bit of weapon practice with him as well. Like, Scan's still getting the feel for his new Warhammer. Yeah, right. Um, so he would be like, he'd be up for a bit of training on deck. Yeah. Uh, um, with anybody who's up for it, like, I feel like Rylan would probably want to keep her eye in. Um, hmm. But yeah, like she doesn't have to. You get the impression he's trying to ingratiate himself with 100%. you all, but it's also partially like kind of got this thing with this elf that you're with, and it's a bit weird if I don't get to know her friends a little bit. Mm. And also, we're on a barge; there's not much opportunity to do other things yeah, and boring. like give you guys space. I'm here, and it's awkward, so I'm just going to try and make the best out of it. But for the most part, he's actually been quite like he's been very friendly, genial, even genial. Yeah. Yes. So we totally continue to mess with him? If you want, that's it. But he's- Scan probably about a weekend gets really tired of saying no to the tongue thing. So if the tongue thing happens, Scan's not going to stop it. No, you, may, you, you can if you want to. What tongue thing? Uh, we have a matching <laughs> they, tongue that... They, they have Let it be known, my eyebrows are moving up and down in a suggestive so, manner. So you're up Look. for this whole, like... Oh, my yes. this out of she's here. actually... No, she's I'm, under its thrall she, as well. She wants the Yeah, no, I'm, I also want the tongue. Right. <laughs> we all think the tongue's great. The tongue, or be like, we... Tristan wants him to have the tongue. Tristan wants No, I'm pretty sure Tristan tongue. also wants the tongue. No, he... Like, the way it works is you all want the tongue, but so does Quillane. <laughs> but <laughs> Skin I'm, is not under the, the, no. the thrall of the tongue. No, but I'm, I'm... So the three of us want the tongue. Happy enough to allow him to have the tongue. I am disconcerted by this and concerned, the but also I want... The tongue is in the case, so... Ryland is very close to throwing the tongue overboard. <laughs> <laughs> um, at, some, at some point, I'll probably have a chat with Quillane just to, like, update him on... The tongue's progress? (laughs) No, on the... Probably tell him sort of the rough um, broad strokes of where I'm from. Right. 
wouldn't mention this changing the stars business. Would have just been like, this happened... And we have nothing to do <laughs> with it. No. The war started and it was not our, our fault. fault. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> kind of got in with the game. <laughs> whoops. Went travelling to escape it. Whoops. Got in... Yeah, whoops. <laughs> was some involved with my friends. We travelled through this place, went through... Broad strokes. Um, Basically, your life up to this point yes. with a few bits and pieces. Omitted, to know the yeah. Guy. yeah, omitted the thing about the moving yeah. the stars. Yeah. Um, I think omitted, not admitted. Yes. Yeah, omitted. Okay, omitted. Um, I think that's probably the only thing I'd omit. Can't think of anything um, else. You've actually overheard people talking about that because it's starting to actually be noticed, and what it's being colloquially referenced to is the sky shatter. Oh fuck, Scott. It's I really a, want to take credit for this now. That's real, badass. Really apocalyptic, though. I like. I don't like the sound. Look, of this. I'm not saying we're the Sky Shadow Crew, but we are. The no. sky. When we roll up in the club. Look, all I'm saying is, if these two go off to a corner somewhere, I can still talk to them just to mess with Colleen. So behave. Why would Could you, you do imagine that? being in Bone Town and then you get whispering in your brain <laughs> from my friend? Hey, just, just, just want to check just, in with you. Just, just let you know. Can I hear you? I probably. <laughs> This really works and for I me, guys. You wouldn't know it to you. you. I'm whispering to Quillane because he can't get just, mad at me because we're paying him. Hey, Quillane, this really <laughs> works for me. Keep going. <laughs> if that actually <laughs> happens, he will come he up and say... I think Quillane would probably tell me and then I would get mad. <laughs> no. I have... Can you tilt to the left about 45 degrees? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. No, no. circles. <laughs> <laughs> So, so if that does You're happen, Colleen does. All of you. If that does happen, Colleen does come up to you and kind of goes like, please I appreciate that, that that's funny, but can you please not? That's fair. Yeah. But, he's, but he also is like, high five for originality. I'm just, I'm just giggling to myself. like. Yeah. And you're doing that. I'm just like, gust. <laughs> Cover them in some flour. <laughs> just gust some flour on top of them all. Just this antique. Don't ever give the party an PC. Do they have handcuffs? Well, let's not get into the sex life of. Oh God. Heat metal. That's that is beyond. Oh, that's so good. That's, that's not that's a not. prank. It's a metal. Crank. That's not a prank. <laughs> Look, all the worst. I, I, all the worst. I suspect. You know what? Let's just move on. Yeah. More than once, he has rounded a corner and found a minor illusion of a naked Abella just lying in the foot. <laughs> Can you cast minor illusion? <laughs> uh, what has? It's even funny. And it, then Abella comes it's, like, it's like Abella, have you been lying around naked? I keep yeah. seeing you naked in weird places, <laughs> and I'm starting like, to worry that I'm hallucinating. I'm just like, good at that what? Yeah. No, so Scared, you motherfucker! <laughs> It scans idea of what you look like naked. Oh yeah, yeah. seen you. It's naked. very flattering. Yeah, I imagine so. Yeah, <laughs> Your boobs have gotten a lot bigger. The Charlie Charlie's, it's got like the the perty lips. And I'm reasonably it. confident elves don't have body hair. So. <laughs> Charlie's response would be every time it happens, just like ooh, throw a cloak <laughs> over the top of it. The cloak <laughs> just falls right through. His skin. <laughs> just <laughs> <laughs> I almost took major illusion. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Now that everyone's done being children. What have you guys actually been up to during the two weeks? Charlie's, yeah, been growing out his beard. Um, but otherwise it would be training by himself or with a Bella or fishing. Quillen does actually ask you for um, boxing tips at one point, Charlie. Sure. Well, Duck. I mean, <laughs> like Charlie would have... Dock at night in these towns, or are we just traveling the whole time? It's it's mostly you pull in, and it's maybe an afternoon. They'll trade, they'll barter, they'll take cool. stuff on, they'll take stuff off, they disappear. It's not really long enough to stay. You no, can't... it's not long enough to like go to the town and do a performance. No, 
Nah, that's that's. I mean, you could probably play for coppers. Yeah, no, that that's pretty much it. Like, like whenever we stop, I'm just like by the edge of the boat. Um, give me to roll a bunch of performance checks. Uh, yeah, please do. Yeah. Um, well, that's an eighteen. Eighteen. Okay. No, nineteen. Okay, by the it's a plus ten. By the end of it, you get enough coinage that you make up basically two ducats. Sweet. And and like it's also it's not just like a performance for performance sake. It's it's like getting to know the townspeople, talking to people. Um, wondering if there's anything going on, like checking on, like, hey, have the trips been moving through here? Getting that just a yeah. little bit of background information. Uh, yeah, cool. Is this uh, the border river? Is this the river that delineates the border? No, the river Or, which is the one that you followed to Ratu, splits off into the river Dis, which runs uh, down. Dis or Dat? <laughs> yes, the river Dat runs north. No. Um, <laughs> Come on, you didn't see this no, coming, I, Matt. No, that's fine. You make fun no, of me. I hate you. I hate you. <laughs> make fun of my world. That's fine. Uh, yeah, I would be looking for uh, some sort of hedge wizard or like a like a magical uh, uh, somebody selling magic items um, for a place to offload our shitty ones. <laughs> uh, there's not much in the way of opportunity for that, but uh, what I'll do is I'll get you to roll a d20 and we'll see what that comes so out. I get the impression anyone with that kind of interest would just go to key. <laughs> yeah, um, I would like, yeah, uh, it's uh, investigate. Uh, just a rough flat d20, I just want to okay, see what 11. you got. 11? Unfortunately, no. No, that's fine. I uh, wasn't expecting it, I was just. Wondering. No, no, but like the world is a strange and mystical place, so. Yep. There may be the occasional... You might have met a traveller, for example. Wandering, travelling, um, yeah. um so you, salesman. So you were trying to gather information about what's happening? Yeah, more just... Yeah, paying attention to the world yeah. um, as we've travelled through it more. Like, it's the kind of thing where... You're trying to get I, the scuttlebutt. I was travelling with a purpose before, but now it's a slightly different purpose. So talking to people and seeing what's going on is, is a... Roll me an investigation. Uh, that is a 16. One of the things that you do here is that the army that is being massed is being called the Grand Army, which the last time this happened was when the Republic was formed. They're taking this very seriously, and it's being called the River War. So, this war? This war is called the River War. This river. This river or is the or, way the war is. Yeah, or war. Yeah. This or that war. Yeah. This or yeah. yeah. Ryland, were you doing anything in particular? Because uh, other than playing cards. Playing cards with plane, doing some weapon maintenance. New travellers that get on the barge are kind of a little bit in awe of you. They've never seen someone like you before. This. Not all. <laughs> Fuck's sake. I suppose I would blow like little mist rings. <laughs> <laughs> they find that very entertaining and they kind of think of you as an exotic entertainer. I do not dissuade them. <laughs> you get <laughs> you get four marks for your trouble. What colour are marks? Silver. Uh, silver coins. Oh, sweet. So, yeah, you, you basically get tipped like a street artist would be. I'm going to say that you probably learnt to do that at a young age to entertain people anyway, so... Oh, yeah. I can manipulate my missed breath. So, you are now one day out from Key. You can see it in the distance. It is a resplendent white-walled city. It's very, very tall walls, much taller than what Oreem was. And it's at this point that Klein goes up to you, Abello, and says, So we're landing in Key tomorrow, and what? Why are you giving me that look? Do you have any plans? Well, that's actually what I was going to bring up. Um, I'm still open to being hired to work with this uh, mercenary band. I don't, you guys really need to come up with a name. You, you need to market yourselves a bit better is all I'm saying. Oh, fuck off. 
fucking <laughs> market itself. I mean, look, Red Shield. The Red Shield works well. <laughs> it's recognisable. Just maybe consider it is all I'm saying. But what I was actually going to bring up was if I'm going to stay on, I need to talk to Ryland about well, what my wage is going to be. Maybe that's something we can talk about. I might have to bring it to the group first. Okay. But for what it's worth, I would like you to stay on. Well, I kind of figured that out, but... Um, oh, he's very confident. Yeah. Right. Not so sure about the others, though, so... And look, I've enjoyed sparring and fishing and, and boxing and... Nezzle. He wouldn't have enjoyed boxing. <laughs> look, he says that with a bruised face. <laughs> um, I have really enjoyed boxing. <laughs> what did you do with that tongue? <laughs> um, Damn it! What's in your mouth? Come here! What's going in your mouth? <laughs> so he leaves that with you and he goes and sits on the back of the barge. I'll see you when you get back. So is everyone else together? Well, you can gather us out relatively yeah. easily. It's not a large... We're in an enclosed area. Charlie would just be, I don't know, doing sit-ups. Actually, no. If it's if the sun's going down sort of thing, he'd be with Duchess feeding her some sturgeon. So I'd probably... I'd be blowing ice air underneath. <laughs> it's probably like a little communal area that you've set up. Um, you can try that, but the gust is just going constantly. <laughs> <laughs> so just remember, how much do we think we could get like flip the flower for? I think we paid four hundred for it. Yeah, and we're hoping to get more than that. Yeah. No, you paid sixty for that. Oh, did we? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. It's really not. Mm. No, you'll probably make twice your money back. Yeah. I do. Uh, that's when I would say, "Oh, um, sorry, I've been carrying it around. Well, it's been in the chest, but yeah, everybody, your your cut of the uh, job that we did." It's 200 reasonable for everybody. I mean, it's all, we're all just, it's sort of, the rest of us happy to just be community funding. Mm. Sure. Talking about community funding. Oh, yeah. I was talking to Quillane and he raised some points that I think would be good to talk about as a group. I don't want a fucking name. (laughs) I mean, it is kind of lame. He keeps bringing it up. He's very fixated (laughs) on it. It's really I, quite. I think the guy is looking for a sense of identity. Yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of nerdy. But the thing he wants is, the thing is, a mercenary band, and we're not. That. But the thing That's... is, we've been traveling together for all this time. Sure. We've been sort of solving problems slash making them. You don't need a name for that. I kind of think we might. No, but if we're if we decide Just... that we're going to go work mm. with Dupree. We're not looking for more work. And we're not... We're not advertising ourselves. And if we're working with Dupree, we don't want people to know who we are. Yeah. It's not like, mm. oh, look, there's the breakfast ruining club. <laughs> Nezor and the muscle. Okay, we're going to have to... That's a good band, if nothing We're going to have to leave the breakfast thing behind at some point, Charlie. Oh, I thought you were in a relationship with it. <laughs> <laughs> with the breakfast... With the breakfast ruiner, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of... Are we keeping him on? That's what you're here for. I think it would be good Uh because sometimes we'll need some people to stay behind. And we obviously don't want to split ourselves because that's not worked out well in the past. So So if we have... In half. (laughs) So I think he can have needs, gentlemen. I think it would be useful to have someone around and he is a good... Mercenary. He's been doing this for a while. If we need someone, like, for example, the situation we had with Ryland in the last place, in Ratu, that would have not been a problem if she'd had a bodyguard. 
I have no... But sometimes you're busy. I see you gesturing wildly <laughs> over there, Charlie. Sometimes you're busy with things. Sometimes we all get busy with the uh, oh, individual things. Oh, just having an extra guy with a sword arm is useful. I have no issue. I don't yes. have a problem with him being around. Oh, as as... it's a falchion, not a sword. Falchion. A falchion is a sword. a sword, though. Come now, Lady Ryland, you should know that. <laughs> this was oh. short sword shame. <laughs> Especially to Quillane. I'm not responding to that, Nezor, but anyway. Um, what does it, how much does he want, though? Do we want him a fixed rate, or do we want to offer him, like, half a share? Oh, I wouldn't want to do that, because that just feels like we undervalue him. Whereas he's coming on to the company for... It I, doesn't I, seem I, like we undervalue him. No, well, it, um, it, well I reckon we just a fixed rate, like, he seems okay with that. Yes, but, uh, you know, if, if we're not making money... In over a period of time, we're paying him for nothing. Um, so Whereas if we pay him by what... So if we make a certain amount for our job and we pay him a percentage. But we earn wildly varying amounts of money. Exactly. If he's, if he's happy with but just... The very first job we did, each one of us got a hundred ducats. He's an employee. He's not... like sure, so. but you're, you're, yeah. the implication there would he would be getting 50 ducats when we can pay him 50 marks. I would possibly suggest like a base rate and then um, like a... Fairly, what we what we currently pay him on a fortnightly basis as a base rate, so a ducat a month, a plus um, a percentage a share, dependent yeah, yeah. on our earnings. Yeah. I'm happy with that. If that sounds okay fair to me. That, if this, be... well, maybe I'll. I was going to say this. Same, this seems pretty fair to me. What you? Otherwise, yeah. we yeah. offer him four, and well, he yeah. doesn't earn any additional. And we've been making, yeah, a fair amount of money. So yeah. I guess you can put it on the table. He's got the offer of. Four mar- uh, four ducats, or four ducats, and that's definitely four it. Ducats, or one one, or one ducat and percentage. and percentage. Okay, what's the percentage? Half a share. Well, so we we basically pull twenty percent each. Hmm. So we could offer him. I would say a a a bonus dependent on performance, um, but it would be sort of coming up on like half what we would make. I would, well, I mean, I'm, I imagine, say, a percent off each of our... Sh- like, if we give him 5% off of the total earnings on mm. top and of his fixed wage and we divide the rest yeah. between us. I feel like that's fair. We do have a fairly decent medical plan as well, so... <laughs> <laughs> don't forget dental. Dental's included. Oh, oh yes. We have I'm good at Shit. Dead, uh, uh, medical oh, we've got plan, some pliers. Like, I throw some words at you and you throw some berries at me. Oh, no, but that's not just... Uh, yeah, yeah, that, but also, like, uh, our, uh, our um, fatality record is not great. <laughs> Look, one out of... It's been Six? three months <laughs> since uh, industrial accident. <laughs> Ninety days without a death in the crew. Yeah. And if he dies, I can just talk to him and figure out why. It's fine. <laughs> it's probably because he's saying that. What? Just make sure he tells you a decent secret first. Yeah. I mean, yeah, if he dies, it's probably because he ruined breakfast for a second. <laughs> <laughs> So you've been we have out. been fine oh, ever since then. We talked move. about it, and it is. It's I'm going not to punch him repeatedly, <laughs> and then while he's begging for death, you can. Uh, I'm a little overkill. Feel free to take him the offer. I now. will bring him the offer. Excuse me. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Right, so I walk to the back of the ship. I'm like, "Here's your signal. How are the fish? Uh, they are slimy oh. and wet. <laughs> Gross. He's got a real way with words. <laughs> He's a poet. Very upfront. Um, he gives so- you a wink. <laughs> <laughs> and we're gross. <laughs> <laughs> the 
So <laughs> the group have come up with two options. Okay. Option A is a steady rate of four ducats a month, but right. no more. Okay. Option B is a rate of one ducat a month. However, when we complete jobs um, in which we get large payouts, in which we are want to do, we, it has happened a few times, yep. you'll get a 5% share. Okay. Yeah, that sounds good. Option B? Yeah, let's do option B. There's, there's other perks as well. So, you know, I'm not exactly complaining. <laughs> we could have had it behind. Oh, definitely <laughs> blush. Um, Is there something like rock-like that I can bounce <laughs> off the back of? So, so many things. No. <laughs> Will be flirted with, and you ain't gonna say. You're allowed anything. to be flirted with. Uh, he says. And here's I a, didn't realize we were offering a Bella as part he of the is deal. He's allowed to be no, unmolested just, with rocks. What, okay, hold up. What's up? I made a twenty. I rolled a twenty to make a range check to throw something that he. Yeah, that hits. No, <laughs> no critical hits. Yeah, critical hits. Roll damage. Can I can I query that hit that fire enough away that we can't hear the conversation? Yeah, I think they are. Also, the, they're probably not talking in the most um, that's loud fine. of tones. I, I would probably down. be sitting next to him quite close. If they're far enough that so we can't hear like, it, I won't be like, ew. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> We're just sitting together. Charlie's not like a jock, like, by a rock. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he actually says okay. um, to you, goes, you know what? It's actually kind of nice to know that, that those were the two options and the third option wasn't really on the table. Well, if you really wanted to, you could leave, just so you know. He's free to leave. Also, I don't I don't think there's any hope of a name. I think they've all... Look, I'm not going to tell you how to run your business. I'm just going to be here taking advantage of the money that comes in through the company. I think that's for the best. Like, I, what, I guess you guys are just sort of like an autonomous collective of individuals. Ooh, we could sort be the of silver yeah. revengers. <laughs> just the revengers. <laughs> Revengeancer. Yeah. If he does not meet your KPIs, you can fire. <laughs> I think at this point I would be genuinely devastated if we fired him or if he dies. So. What if he's really the KPI shit. kills per incident? Yeah, that's a, <laughs> I love that. Then he gets demoted from guard to, I guess, maid. <laughs> maid? I think I fuck buddy is the term. No. I was going to say fish. Fodder. Fish, fish catcher. Paramore. Ballet with benefits. Yeah, so the knight. <laughs> Paramore and sorcerer of fish. <laughs> I regret saying that immediately. Sorcerer of fish? No, Just sorcerer. sorcerer. Of fish. Well, fish you're going to a place that's got a, a, a major's college called the, the College of the Fish. So. Fish tube. Oh. Fish tube! Fish tube. <laughs> Night falls as you travel to Key, and as you all bed down for the night, you see in the sky above you that the lights of the phenomena that is very reminiscent of an aurora borealis is playing again in the night sky. Scan. Where can we normally find Frosh when you bunk down? On the on the on the boat, I have rigged up a hammock on the um, starboard side of the, the barge, and I'm just sort of... I, that's where I've spent... That's where I sleep, definitely. I, I'm slipping out. Um, and he would be sleeping on my tummy. Uh, you find that in the night, there is a pressure on your arm, the arm with the bracer. Mm-hmm. And when you wake up to see what's going on, you notice that Frosh is actually coiling himself around it and is enjoying sitting there rather than on your chest. And you actually feel that the, um, the bracer itself is... Not emanating heat, but is feeling very warm to your touch. Um, can I uh, firstly sort of be like, 
query him what the fuck like uh, what's what's up uh, what's with that he goes uh, his the sort of the mental image you get back is sort of the idea of like being in an egg oh swaddled yeah like it's a comforting feeling for him in what like it's the 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 warmth or the like the magical energy coming off it is is comforting to him you suspect that the heat isn't necessarily coming from your bracer right it might be coming from him oh um can i arcana the shit out of this absolutely please do a roll ah five <laughs> five uh it is a mystery good um but he enjoys is, is it. Nazor about <laughs> Nazor where are you sleeping <laughs> yeah I'd, I'd be I'd be just wherever on a like on a, one of the, the flower fort- bowls. yeah I'm fortunate enough to fit wherever <laughs> so it's, it's yes yeah, good for overhead luggage um I, I would I would get up um with the dragon sort of latched around my arm and sort of cradle him and my arm and I I would sort of go over and prod Nazor um gently mm. sort of like <clears throat> Do you hear that? If I these days, if I get weird things happening to me in my sleep, I'm a bit more like. I would gust across your nose. <laughs> anyway, I wake Is that up. A euphemism? I realize it's Just, not a dream. Yeah, and I'm like, what do you want? Uh, I, would you mind looking at something for me? Yeah, sure. What's um, uh, my arm feels the bracer on the arm and the whole. Uh, it's, I, it's warm. And uh, Hrosh loves it, and I don't know why. So you look up, and you see him holding Hrosh, and what you can see is, Hrosh, there are these almost tendrils of steam coming from the bracer, and Hrosh Hrosh is... Loving it. Part of it is being absorbed by his scales, but he's also inhaling part of it. Like, you can just see this ambient energy sort of cooking off from this thing, and Hrosh is just... So I can't perceive this? No. I'm like, yeah, your arm's, like, glowing a bit. Like, sorry, is it glowing? It's not it's, so much glowing as it's sort of like a, it's, it's, a, it's, it's vapor aura, trail. But, oh, so, so it's not like an aura around his arm. Does it look like the uh, aurora above us? Like a very, very, very dim version of that. Yeah, so, so there is, so, it's like, so you can't see the, the, the almost, like, it's not glowing, it's not bright, but there's an energy around your arm that's almost smoking off. No, I cannot see that. Cool. Can I go back to sleep now? Uh, I would, would appreciate. Um, no, I don't know what it is. <laughs> Very well. I can see it. That's cool. Couldn't see that yesterday. Uh huh. No idea what you're on about. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry for disturbing your slumber. Like, I, like I'm gonna do an arcana check just to like. That would be what see. I was asking. Yeah, for. like, like <laughs> that. Uh, yeah, that's a four. Fucking. That's a five actually, but five total. Yeah, I rolled a three. Uh, something magic is happening, but it doesn't oh, seem to... No, I apologize. That's a seven. Uh, it's, something magic is happening doesn't seem bad. Cool. All right, so I'm like, yeah, like, you're not hurting. You're not, like, it's not a weird red energy. It's just an energy. Uh, I don't think you're in any danger if Frosh doesn't think you're in danger, so... No, that's true. He really likes it. That's probably fine then. I'd personally be interested to see what happens if he's not nearby it in case it like overloads because of some weird connection you two have, but I don't think you're in danger. <laughs> Noted. Cool. Thank you very much, my oh, friend. Good. I'm going back to sleep. Yes, enjoy. I would probably examine this. Best you can tell if he's enjoying it and it doesn't seem to be bad and you don't feel anything negative towards it, it's probably okay. 
Uh, can I determine that it is linked to this guy? You can intuit that because of what Nezor said to you, like he can perceive this, which is odd, by the way, mm. that he can perceive this and you can't. It is possibly linked to something to do with the sky, mm-hmm. but what that is, you're not sure because you're not formally trained in any of that sort of stuff. No, that's true. And he's the only other sort of magical person in the group. That's he's, I wouldn't think to ask anybody else. Frosh gains a hit dive health. Oh, cool. A d4. Plus con. Right. Three. So four. Very nice. The next day dawns. The city of Key looms. Its high white stone walls give it the appearance of both strength and splendor. And the river Dis, flowing west back towards the coast, brings you inexorably closer. In places, you can see the tops of buildings and a gradual slope upwards to the north, terminating in a bastion that sits proudly upon the hill. Towering above both, distant in comparison to the walls themselves that protect this sprawling city, but visible even here are two immense towers. One made of alabaster stone, pristine. The other made of a rough-hewn granite, weather-worn by the sea, with a beacon sitting proudly atop it. Before the river gate, you see a glut of similar barges to the one you sit on. Animals muster off and on as the occasional Bashano soldier patrols, lazily eyeing the merchants who have come to Key for trade. The river gate, structure only just taller than the walls beside it, stands a full ten stories tall, a thick, wrought iron portcullis descending into the water beneath it, barring all traffic. As you approach, you see, again to your north, a vast military encampment, a sprawling city of tents and arms. There is a vast army being mustered here, easily a hundred thousand men. Or should it be elves? For the army of the Bashano is predominantly that. Cannons, cavalry, and soldiers drill, eat, or otherwise are about their business. At long last, your barge makes port at the furthest extent of the Rividus. Finally, you have arrived at Key. The city is massive. Like, it literally takes up the entire horizon. And there is a rather ornate-looking gate. But there is also, like, city sprawl that's come out from those areas into into areas that are outside of the wall space. And those are all very, like, one-story buildings or hovels and whatever Shanties. else. Shanty towns, exactly. Uh, and as you pull into sort of this dock that's been sort of set up and used, it's now over capacity. There's lots of people coming in and out of there. You make landfall for the first time properly, I suppose, mm. in two weeks. What would you like to do? I'd probably go and uh, approach the army. I would ask Abella to accompany me and probably Colleen as well um, because they're elves and uh, this is an elf army. Um, but like, I'm happy, like, I'm, I would be happy for anybody else to come with, but you two, I feel it would be, I'm not wondering even if me going is necessarily the best idea to barter for this flower. Um, but well, did you want just like I'm happy to go. Um, I've, I've never got the impression that half elves are particularly hated by the Bashanai, but that's a I had some experiences in key. Yeah, <laughs> like like you're not going to get in trouble for going there. But no. maybe I'll maybe we'll go, and I can be sort of the main negotiator. Sure, and you can just be there as backup in case. Look, look intimidating. 
Yes. I'm good at that. Okay. And if I'm about to say yes to a price that you think is not appropriate, you just... And just make sure she doesn't get all that gold stolen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm also super good at that. No one is stealing my gold. Thank you very much. Yeah, she has quite a high perception. Yeah, I'll shank them with my boots that I would like to get fitted to my feet now that we're in here. But that can be... That, that's not... That's, that's the next. army wouldn't be good for. No. no. I mean, yeah, like, the so, army would be good for it. They've got armourers. They're not going to give a shit about private citizens. No. Got to find a cobbler. But, first of all, let's sell this flower. Yeah, let's flip the flower. So, what are the other half of the party doing? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to chill. Okay. I guess I'm happy we're just to... waiting. Yeah. Let's see what happens. Make yeah, sure like... no one makes up with our fucking flower after we've brought it this way. Offloading the flower. Yeah, no, they're, they're, you're getting... The hands are, are helping with to get that done. Uh, so, yeah, you approach the um, the military encampment, which is it's a little bit of a walk. It's about probably 20 minutes away from the city proper. And they've already started building up palisades and, and other um, makeshift defences. On the way, I'll probably have a quiet chat to Quillane and Scan, just like... <clears throat> Should we tell them that we just came from Ratu? Quillane goes, absolutely not. Okay, that is good. a terrible idea. I thought so. Where did we just come from? One of the farms. Uh, what was the third village along called? Can you remember I don't one remember. of the villages? Uh, can I roll to remember? There's a town called Casparine. Casparine, all right. Came from Casparine. We Done. know it reasonably well. Okay, good, good, good. Let's go. Okay, you make your way through the area that you come to realise is called Delside when you ask for directions to the camp. Uh, and it's only about a 10-minute walk from the port that you've just landed at that you meet the first, what looks like some kind of quartermaster or organiser here who readily identifies himself as Silas. There's a little bit of haggling and he agrees to purchase the entire consignment of flour for the Bachinot's Grand Army. Uh, and as you guys complete the exchange, he casually mentions that the horses that you have with you will probably be subject to a levy to keep them in the city, which will be a ducat apiece, uh, and that there is currently a curfew ongoing throughout the city, as well as uh, the occasional recruiter that will probably attempt to get them to join up. So while Silas is warning us of this, um, I'll just mention sort of um, uh Part of our retinue is we've got a halfling um, and a human. Are they going to be all right in the city or...? Silas shifts a little bit uncomfortably and then says, Look, it depends where they're from. Um, I'm not going to lie. The half-elf might have some trouble in town. Just some rumours I've heard. Um, people are not happy about the war. Um, there have been humans. There have been half-elves that have been beaten up by the locals. The military have got police running checkpoints and all kinds of stuff there, basically trying to keep the peace. But everyone's a bit on edge because we lost a ream. So. Mm. Thank you very much for your help. Unless anyone has any more questions. Thank you for the flower. You're welcome. Thank the you country, for the thanks you. coin. Mm. Everyone is there. <sighs> That was not awkward. No, it was weird. You are the You've best. You've totally been talking to human beings your entire life. <laughs> <laughs> Ryland, as you wait at the Delside Docks, which is the name of the area you come to learn that you've landed in, one of the guards appears to recognise you and makes his way over before saying, Oh, Professor Valenis, I didn't realise you would be back quite so soon. Ah, well, I move in mysterious ways. At your response, this guard appears to do a double take and then says, oh, My apologies, uh... You are the spitting image of Professor Artemisia Agini Valenis, one of the masters at the College of the Fish. My, my apologies, ma'am. I've never thought to see another dragonborn, let alone one who looked exactly the same as 
one so well known here. Where are you from? This took a turn I did not expect. Um, just say you've been abroad for a bit and you... But do you even have to pretend to be Lady Argini? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Might be handy. Ah, <laughs> uh, you got me. I'm not actually Lady Argini. Who's Lady Argini? She's a professor at the college. Oh, but not here currently? No, she, um, she went out about a week ago to check something. I think it was something to do with the Sky Shadow. Oh, yeah. right. I don't see a lot of Dragonborn very often, so this is actually kind of... Yes, unique. I was hoping to meet another Can one. Can breathe fire? No. Um, but I, I make a little icicles. When she comes back and if you want to meet someone who's your kind, I, I highly recommend you go and ask for her at the college, although the college has been acting weird lately. Sorry, the college has been acting weird? Like yeah. the physical college or the people? In? Uh, they've been very tight-lipped about entrance. New, they haven't been accepting any new people. They've been very e- accepting new students, or can people still go and talk to a professor about? Uh, they've been keeping it pretty. I think, to be honest, they're very concerned about the sky shadow. Everyone is, yeah, at the moment. Um, it's completely destroyed shipping. If, <laughs> as if we didn't have more, enough to worry about with the bloody fleet blockading us. So it's destroyed shipping. Well, I mean, no one can navigate. Oh, okay. Have people gotten lost? Compasses are not um, particular. Like, they would have compasses. Yeah. So you can still navigate. It, it makes it, like, navigation by the stars is not the Ancient. best way to No, it's navigate. not, but they're having trouble with it. <laughs> okay. It's just, we're having trouble with shipping, and it apparently it wouldn't matter anyway because there are 50 Erhart ships off our coast. That's true. So. Hmm. Anyway, uh, welcome to Key. You'll have to go through the checkpoint over there. Uh, you might want to do something with those horses. Oh, way ahead of you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Silas eyes the two horses that you have with you and says, if you're going into the city with them, you should probably be aware that there's currently a horse levy in effect. It's uh, to help with the war effort. So what, like it's, they, they would confiscate the horses? Horse tax. Yeah, basically, horse tax. Ah, it's not much. It's only like ten ducats. If you can own a horse, I'm sure you'd be able to pay it. Ten ducats? You can buy a horse for ten ducats? Yeah, that's the point. That's the point. Bust. Um, it's actually a little bit more dear than that. They're they're not ramping up the full time. Well, Maybe we should sell the horse. Yeah, I was thinking that. Like, I'm not wedded to mine. I'm just a lover. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, it's up to you. I just wanted to let you know. Uh, welcome to Key. Is there a good place to stay? If like good place to stay, uh, like are we? There's, most there's, of us haven't been here before. How do we get around? How do we? How do we oh, find well, what we're? I mean, well, oh, I didn't realize this first, first time is okay. Well, um, look, the city it has uh, a lot of large avenues that you can travel down. Uh, there's multiple um, different levels that you can travel into. Um, there are entire sections of the city which basically sit above another entire section of the city. It's, ma- it's amazing. I've, have, he- I've heard of that. That's yeah. half the reason I'm here. Other half majors college. We also got a um, a canalway. You can take uh, gondolas through if you want to get around the city a bit easier. Um, I nudge Quillane. <laughs> Quillane, Quillane looks at you like, why did you nudge me? <laughs> um, no, I, like I nudge him no, and I know. Like, indicate over to a bell and go, he doesn't get it and then he gets it. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. But you've got your pole already so you need the gondola. <laughs> the squat structures of the Delside slums you made port at are nothing compared to the proud buildings you see upon entering the Riviere Ward through the Great River Gate. Easily eight to nine stories tall, they cut an imposing figure, casting shade and shadow down to the populace thronging below in the streets. But those streets are vibrant and alive, with breezy dappled light cutting between the buildings, 
helped in part by the canals that travel beneath the streets under small stone bridges that span the gaps, along with large, vast aqueducts that run many stories above you. The city is abuzz with industry and commerce, and you can see street vendors hawking their wares to various different crowds. And within these crowds, you do spot several groups of soldiers, some clearly on patrol, others clearly on leave, visiting perhaps the only city they've ever been to. Abella, you're watching the streets, you're watching the alleyways, you see members of the Fathers lurking. They're there, you know they're there. They haven't seen you, there's a lot of people here. Scan, Mm -hmm. you see a wanted poster on one of the walls, and it's your sister. Does it, what does it call Yeah, I was about to say. Uh, you see the Bashano word for wanted, and then you see like the top half of her face. You're very familiar with her face. Also, she kind of looks she's like my you. twin sister, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you see like. You probably look quite alike. Yeah, <laughs> an artistic impression of like her head and her shoulders. You know, when you recognize a face in the crowd, that's literally what you've done. You've just gone bang. Wait, 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 what? Yeah. And it seems to be put on a nose board that's on this wall that's through a, a push of people. Uh, hang on. This way, um, and I just Walk examine over, yeah. the whole thing. Like I, I would, I would look at it, but it would probably wouldn't be the first thing I would look at, just to make sure. Like anybody watching would not know that, like I'm looking at the whole thing, not just one thing on it. You notice that you also have a wanted poster. Oh, good. It's old though. It's very old, and you're wanted for piracy. You're worth five hundred ducats. Nice. None of you get any funny ideas. <laughs> Your sister, however, is worth ten thousand. The value of a ship. She she is in inverted commas. It's it is the sea bitch. Oh good. Wanted. You see her standing there. She has got a terse look on her face. She looks a lot more muscular in this than you remember. She also has two dragons lounging over each shoulder. One is like an ochre kind of color, so like a reddish color. The other one has like a yellow. It's very clearly like an artistic impression or drawing. Yeah. But it is uncanny how much they managed to capture her likeness. You see Scan staring at this notice board, not any particular thing, I guess, unless you're... Are you trying to hide it from these guys? No, I'm trying to disguise from any passerby that I'm looking at that particular thing. Like, anybody who's watching us surreptitiously, I don't want to tip my hand to that. Um, And the picture is quite an old one of me. Yes, it looks like it was probably posted there, like, ten years ago. It's, um, it's under, like, a whole pile of other wanted... Sure. Um, it's, it looks like it's still extant, but it's not. But is it, like, um, it, 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 would anybody looking at it go, oh, that's you? Uh, look, it's got, like, water damage. It's kind of just sort of a bit smudged in the face, but it is, it is the felspar is what... Oh, sure. I um, think, I think, like, I wouldn't advise taking it down. I think that'll more. No, almost, no, no. Yeah, what I was going to attention. do is, uh, as soon as I got there, I'll <laughs> utilize, um, utilize minor illusion uh, to while I'm standing near it, make it look not like me. Um, like, okay. just change its features subtly so it could just be any other random half elf dude. Yeah. Um, who has a dragon on his shoulder. Um, the painting doesn't actually, de- the, the drawing doesn't actually depict you with a dragon Rush. just cool you seem to be holding a harpoon that's for the best um i noticed the fact that i have three sticking out over my shoulder i'm, like, I'm just not going to stand near that that's just a bad idea uh, i change the harpoons in the picture to an axe and i make um, the guy in the picture have uh, an eye patch um, <laughs> and, and a funny mustache and, uh, <laughs> and like like Fu Manchu, Manchu that's yeah. what I'm looking for cool okay so you will see 
scan staring at a wanted poster. As you said, you weren't really hiding it from these guys. The, there is a woman on a very large poster in the middle of this thing that says, The Sea Bitch, valued at 10,000 ducats. Dead or alive. And she has two dragons draped over her shoulders, and she looks like the female version of Scan. Whereas Scan looks a bit more amicable, she looks like she's just woken Did up on the side of the bed. Yeah. That might be an affectation. Does, does it say who's put the price on The her? government. Okay. Interesting. Fuck the man. Both governments. Like, I wonder who, how many ships she's burnt. <laughs> um, I'm, like, I'm guessing a lot. Yeah, probably. Frosh looks at the poster and hisses. Oh, wow. Like, it's all right. She's not really here. You like her. Maybe it's just the other dragons. Maybe. He's not too. Maybe. Um, so, anything else on the notice board of interest? Like, it's like a bounty board. There's like oh, sure. this bandit, that bandit, the other bandit, this guy's wanted. Uh, you do see, however, a few missing people posts. Um, mm. Mostly young children. Oh. Uh, they look very recent. They look like they were being hand-scrawled. They're not like print, official print. And they all come from a place called the Delve. That's the last place they've seen them. Oh, that's not. Sounds like a mystery. Sounds like a Sounds side quest. Like, a, <laughs> like not a my problem. <laughs> do, do I notice that this woman looks like? Yeah, Scan? It's pretty. It's we, uh, especially after the fact that we know who the sea bitch is. Will I'm not being overt about it, but I'm just keeping an eye on the sort of fathers, members around. Um, are they doing anything particular? Are they looking Leaning against walls, they seem to be just like... It's basically like having a look out on the street. Okay, so just standard gang sort of going-ons. Yeah. Great. Good. Yeah. It's pretty easy to pick them out. Just there's a few little subtle signs that you know, and there's obviously yeah. like graffiti and things, like etchings in a stone that you kind mm-hmm. of see as gang markings. It's at this point that a elvish woman sidles up to you, Ryland, and she just palms a note into your hand, looks at the board for a moment and then just walks away. Assuming this isn't actually for me. Mommy, have a look. I, I discreetly open the note. It says, first bridge, midday, don't be late, to pre. <gasps> it is for me! <laughs> I was expecting it to be like, sort of like, you have betrayed us for the last time. Prepare to be stabbed! <laughs> or, or, Ryland, you have betrayed us for the last time. Prepare to be stabbed. <laughs> I... Share that information with my compatriots. We should uh, probably figure out what the first bridge is, hey? The first bridge, one assumes. Oh, I don't let Quillane know so we can decide whether we want him to come yeah, sure. or he not. He didn't notice at all. He's he's basically just got holding hands with um, Abella. And oh, I was going to mention that we were holding hands and I was like, like oh, they probably know. Got at least another year before you're allowed to hold her hands. <laughs> this is an elfin relationship. Oh, yeah. yeah. It should take even longer because yeah, they live yeah. forever. I'm just like, you've got like the first six months you only sniff in each other's direction. <laughs> and the society is so restrictive. It's so weird. It's like elves, elves made mainly by scent. Charlie, you're getting quite a wide berth around you. You do notice a couple of dirty looks thrown your way. But that's just because I'm a human. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the other people are getting the same treatment. Yeah. Um, and Scan, you, for example. Scan is, yeah. Just so fucking used to it because he gets it literally everywhere. Yeah. Oh, look, Charlie's... Yeah, as I said, Charlie That's is... <laughs> once I can... Yeah, maybe if you're nicer. Go find a tailor and whatnot, mm. then maybe I'll... But right now, Charlie's I think not... I nicer isn't necessarily the right word. I think less stabby is where we want to go. I haven't stabbed anyone in nearly two weeks. That's it's also not considering, a record. Also considering that... Charlie's probably standing there hold, like holding two horses and has under a, his arm. <laughs> 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 so, we paid to have them stabled. 
No, no you paid to tax. be allowed to bring them into the city. Yeah, you paid the levy. So um, you can get them stabled, absolutely, if you'd like. Um, you've got some time. You need yeah, to find like, a place to sleep. Although I kind of suspect... Um, Dupree might put us up. Yeah. Charlie just wants to find somewhere to, like a tailor, but a nice tailor. Um, is there a place we can buy a map to the city? Uh, there is a number of small pop-up stalls that are based off of carts all along this area. They're all selling different stuff to different people. You see a number of what you think are freshly minted recruits basically buying stuff, sort of like souvenir stuff. Like, oh, I went to Key. I come from a dirt hovel in the middle of the hinterland. Yeah. It's like- Do they sell keychains? Yes, yes, they do. I'd like a key to the city. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. No, they- legit, just a map, a map to the city is going to tell us. Yeah. Where this first bridge is, it's mm. going to tell us how we get to wherever we're looking to go. Yep. It's yeah. going to give Matt an excuse to show us what I'm guessing is a map to the city. Yeah, there's a map right here. Um, it does it. It costs you like one. Yeah. One shilling. In This doesn't tell me where the first bridge no. is, but I'm guessing it's the bridge that's the yes. first one along the river. Yes, it absolutely is. I would like to buy some navigators' tools. You actually get it on sale because they're considered. Useless. No one can use them right yeah. now. <laughs> Like, you idiot. Yeah, so they're like... Yeah. Well, look at the stars. the only re- no. way of navigating. That, but, yeah. yeah. Um, um, I'd like to go to a cobbler to get my blade boots fitted to my feet correctly. Just saying you should probably warn them before you tell it. Otherwise, it's going to be a cobbler with a knife through his mouth. I know. <laughs> he's not eating the thing. No, but he's going to look at it and be like, I don't oh, think yeah, you understand shoes. how they do shoes, Tom. It's yeah. not sort of like, well, I'm going to have to reattach the sole now. <laughs> no, the guy's gonna look at the shoes, accidentally hit the button, stab yeah. himself. In yes, the I will you obviously. Have more than one foot of warn him. range when it comes to your eyes. You yeah. can see further than a foot away. Oh, no, ah, God, yes! <laughs> Why did you not tell I me? I would find a cobbler. Yep, you find a dwarven cobbler. And just be like, these are some interesting boots I found. Um, they were gifted to me as a joke gift, but I'd <laughs> like them fitted to my feet. Um, are you trying they to... do have a. Yeah, I'm trying to not, not look sus with the fact that I'm... <laughs> Roll a deception. <Yeah. laughs> like, these have massive knives that come out of them. It's a I... joke gift. <laughs> I'm not going to so actually funny. kick anyone. Um, 19. Uh, he looks at you and just goes, in a very true dwarven fashion, just goes, if you want Doesn't a dagger put in your boot, I'm happy to do it for you. You don't have to lie, love. <laughs> it's key. Okay, good. Um, well, what am I going to do with the boots? Oh, okay, so instead of getting old boots refitted, I just get new boots re-daggered. He, he looks at the boot and he goes, I can probably take the mechanism out and put it in a boot for you. I got a couple of boots on sale. Yeah, just good study. What's the most unassuming? It's just brown. What colour is your brown? What colour is your belt? I don't know. Probably brown. Well, there you go. Probably you got to match your shoes to your belt. He just points at it and goes, oh, old brown down there is like two really ganky looking old boots. Oh, no. Oh, you're looking to make a fashion statement? No. Just average boots. Uh, you get fitted, you get measured, the thing gets put into there. You're charged five ducats to get that done. Um, I'm happy with that. Is this, is this like the scummy part of the city and I've got to go further in to find a nice place? No, this is the main, this is the main road that leads in from one of the gates. So you're dealing with a lot of, like, shop fronts. You're dealing with a lot of commercial-based stuff. I need a high-quality tailor. Yeah, this one here. Absolutely. Yep, so we just want to go and get some nice clothes. Charlie needs a suit, mate. You go in, you get your measurement done. But, like, a, something that's made out of some pretty... bit more sturdy material than just, like, you know, again, stuff that he can 
fighting. Yeah, uh, you have a bit of a conversation with the tailor behind. I would also talk to the guy in um, Bashan. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, no, the, the the elf running the shop um, is actually quite pleased that you're speaking Bashan to him. Mm. Um, uh, takes you for a citizen, doesn't recognise you or anything. Um, but you get a custom job made. It's, it'll be the cost of fine clothing for the full suit. And he says, uh, come back tomorrow. It'll be ready then. Was there anything else... I think I really need anything. Yeah, like I'm, I'm pretty set when it comes to stuff. We haven't had weapons taken away from us until this time. No, but you also see that there are a lot of patrols. Like it'd be daft to try anything. Every and they're not, they're not just city watch; they're military. Yeah. Every so often, I just whip out the vampire mirror and just point it around a bit. <laughs> uh, you don't see any. Actually, hang on. <laughs> You don't see any vampires in the crowd, but at one point you do see what looks like ten people. There are two in the centre, and on either side of those two people are people holding sunshades, and they are dressed in very dour black clothing. And you see what looks like an entourage, possibly from, like, an embassy or something. You haven't seen vampires, and they're not necessarily... Right, but they, they show up. It has a mirror. Yeah. Um, you turn the mirror to face them, and, yeah, they... Show up in an empty street. <laughs> Vampire mirror works. After probably about an hour's worth of work, the boot doesn't take too long to put the mechanism in, although the guy swears like a sailor as he does it. As you approach the bridge, you notice there's a lot of traffic, but there are also, this looks like a lover's lane type situation. There's lots of couples standing there with like parasols. <laughs> and then there's just What's Pauline doing? The hand holding has come to like around the arm, bowed. Oh, cute. And he's. Doing his utmost to embarrass you. <laughs> Making kissy faces towards you and that sort of stuff. But very playful. Um, I, I very playfully lean in, having seen this, and go, you're on duty, please behave professionally. He straightens up. <laughs> After he straightens up, I do the exact same thing back to him. <laughs> oh, he's, not kissing. he's grinning, but like doing the... He's doing the like the Queen's Guard thing of just like staring forward, trying to ignore you. You may all, if you'd like, make perception checks. I will. Look, any excuse to roll a dice. Seventeen. Eight. Um, twenty-one. Twenty-one. Sixteen. Sixteen. Seventeen. I'm the, doing a perception was a good idea. <laughs> What'd you get? Uh, Thirteen. What did you get, Nizzle? Uh, eight. Okay, a Bella. To your thieving elvish eyes, you notice that one of the couples on the bridge sticks out like a sore thumb to you. They're positioned in such a way that they look casual, but it's very clear that they're behaving like lookouts. They're dressed in well-tailored clothing, similar to everyone else on the bridge, but the cut is very practical in the way that it rests on them, allowing them a lot of potential movement if they needed it, say, in a fight. You can see that one of the pair is a human woman with a lock of red hair just peeking out from underneath a stylish hat and as you approach her she recognizes you nudging her bow who turns to face you revealing to preed upon he gives you a nod and a follow me gesture with his head and turns with his partner and walks down the opposite side of the bridge none of us have noticed this is only a bella um so i'll walk after him we would notice Abella walking off. Yeah, I'd probably send them like a meaningful glance, but I wouldn't say anything. Well, it's really easy. Like you just send me a glance, and I, uh, I yeah. literally just message you, and then it's only us that can hear it. Yeah, can relay it to everyone else. Oh, yeah. So you'll message me. I'll be like, I'm following Dupree, and I just message everyone else around, and I'm like, call Dupree's said follow this guy. 
Uh, Colleen is like, so I like the bridge. Um, what are we doing here? <laughs> oh yes, he wouldn't know. Um, well, you can. He can message. Yeah, if you like, I I would overhear that, and I'm just, like message Colleen. I'm like, we're following our own player. Oh, okay. Discreetly. Yeah, he sort of straightens himself up a little bit. So yeah, Dupree and this woman take you on a merry journey through the streets. Like every now and again, sort of if we get too close, stop and like point something out to Quillane. We're, we're playing a chill. Talking. Mention something cool. to Violin. You're like, actively, oh, hey, Charlie, look at this thing. I'm looking out for people to be like, um, seeing the picture of, uh, of Bodle has, and well, actually, <laughs> the wanted poster for my own self. Um, I, I'm not super worried, but I am like just watching to make sure that the group isn't attracting undue attention. Sure, Romic Perception. Okay, fucking four. Um, uh, so, ten. So, ten total? Mm. You're pretty certain there's no one following. Mm. This continues for about half an hour. He walks into shops, out of shop with this woman, and then he turns a corner and disappears from sight. And as you guys walk around the corner into the side street, you hear from an alleyway nearby... Um, I, I would uh, give the I would uh, gesture for Charlie to give the reins to Quillane. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I sort of as we walk into the alley, just go sort of put a hand and go. I need you to mind the horses. Whatever you say, boss. And <coughs> well, we're all you're all bosses. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, like Charlie would lead Duchess on her lead. Around the corner. As you head into the alleyway, you are confronted by Dupree and his accomplice. And he very quickly says to you all, Well, welcome to Key. So glad you made it here on time. I'm a little bit surprised you got here quite as quickly as you did. So well done. We don't have much time, so uh, my associate here, Rubicon, is going to give you some items. I'd ask that you each touch one of them individually. Do not touch the others. They will bind instantly to you. They're for your use only. And then we will meet at Blackfish Circus. Uh, our experience of uh, magical items has been not, not 100% brilliant. Um, what do they do prior to touching? Prior to touching, they do nothing. Once they've okay. bound to you, they will allow you to enter into our safe house. Oh, excellent. Now, <laughs> Rubicon, the case. Rubicon... This woman, this redhead woman, pulls up a small wooden case, very similar to the one that you actually initially stole from the tower, mm-hmm. and pops it open. And inside, in separate sections, you see five coins laid out. And she goes, one each. So we just have to touch yeah. it, or do we pick it up and take it? Take the it? coin, that's yours. Cool. Scan takes it. Yeah, take it. Yep. Put it in the pocket. I'll yeah. take it. Um, as I take it, I'm, I'll just say to him, um, our party's increased by one... We have another member at the moment. Potentially. He's an employee. He's an employee of ours, but is there going to be a problem if we are all able to get into a safe house and he isn't? Until I can determine whether or not he's trustworthy, he can't stay with us. He hasn't been vetted. You are all under the auspice of the Earhart Intelligence Service. Oh. Charlie's like, ooh! Roland yeah. uh, Hand stops kind of short of the coin and says, is that going to be a problem for me? No. You're very, very sure about that? I guarantee it. The woman who's holding the box, Rubicon, looks up at you, Ryland, catches your eye and seems to look through you. It's kind of like being read like a book or or an intelligence file. You know immediately that she knows who you are and, most importantly, who you were. Mm. And she shakes the case and goes, Do you know how awkward it is to stand here with a case in an alleyway and not look like you're doing something illicit? Hurry up. I like her. Mm-hmm. Mm. 
I don't, but I take the call. Yeah, she snaps it shut, puts it away, and she turns to Dupree and goes, Right, Blackfish, I'll see you at the circus. And she leaves down the opposite end of the alleyway. Dupree watches her leave for a moment and then turns to you all and says, So, I have an assistant. No names, you'll be meeting a few other people here in town. They all have different code names for the moment to prevent us being caught out. We're in a very dicey moment Mm. at present. But we can address our communal problems once we're at the safe house. Now, listen carefully, I'll say this only once. You need to go to an area of the city called the Neck. It's north of the Magisterium Ward and the College. There you'll find an empty open space that looks like a garden. There might be stalls, there might not be. Depends on whether or not anyone's having a market day. There is a large... Once you arrive, after having touched those coins, you'll know immediately where to go. Now, I suggest we all go our separate ways. Good afternoon. This afternoon, you, you want to see us when? As soon as possible. Make your way there, make sure you're not followed. All right. Once he leaves as well, I don't know. Um, okay. We should probably mention the books. Mm. Hmm? Yes. The books. The wizard that what? Uh, yeah, I was. Yeah, like. I think I was that. saying that to Andrew. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, like, I think <laughs> we should probably mention the books because that's. Going to be an issue. I agree. Something to bring up tonight, I think. Yes. Um, which. We've disposed of them, yes? Yes, but. But they were spying. Oh, yes. All the way up to before we left Arena. Right. Well. So we've got to find lodgings for horses in Kulain. Hmm. At least it's coming up useful. Yes, he's a brilliant standing post. Yeah. Totally worth <laughs> <laughs> gold coin a month. I'm sure we'll find something else to do with him. Let's get moving. Yep. Yeah. Well, you know what time it is. It's time to run some ad copy. So, hello there. It's me, Matthew, your Dungeon Master. New Ark Who Dis. I'm here to talk to you today about a brand new channel that's just popping up and popping off on Twitch. That's right, it's Corsair's Cove. Corsair's Cove is the brainchild of our very own Josh Walker and Karen Schlink. So if you like your D&D with an extra D, i.e. 3D, that is, you can see them as well as hear them, you can go check out Corsair's Cove on twitch.tv slash Corsair's Cove. They've just completed their Humblewood arc, so make sure to drop them a follow to find out when their next story goes live. Definitely give them a watch. And if you like your tabletop roleplay games more in board game form or just board games in general, you should go check out Nerds of the West. Nerds of the West are a board gaming enthusiast collective that you can find both on twitch.tv slash nerds of the West and on YouTube where they play board games weekly. Just recently they completed their 2021 list and ranking of best board games played in the year and if you miss their live streams it doesn't matter you can go check out their VODs on their YouTube because live interactions not necessarily everybody's jam. Just a little bit of housekeeping before we get back to the first episode of the new arc in key. Uh, Thank you so much to everybody who has been listening and supporting us throughout the year. It has been an incredibly trying time, what with the whole global... Everybody knows why. But we did want to say a big thanks to everybody regardless. If you like our content and you'd like to support us, you can check us out on patreon.com slash therebedragons to uh, throw us a couple of bucks for our work. If you've been enjoying the story and you'd like to see more of it and more regularly, please do consider becoming a patron. Well, we're trying to keep this thing a little bit streamlined this episode so you guys can enjoy the very start of the new key arc. But if you're not following us on social media, do consider following us at 
tbdragonscast on Twitter, at tbdragonscast on Instagram. We have a website, therebedragonscast.com, where we semi-regularly update stuff. We're hoping to do more of that in the new year. And yeah, look, thank you so much for sticking with us throughout this journey. The story is going to take some wild turns in the near future, and we're really looking forward to rolling out those eps for you in the new year. Well, that's about it for this ad break. So yeah, thanks for listening. Whilst this sort of little chattering is going on as well, I'd like to make a perception check just to make sure there's not... What are you looking for specifically? Individuals who are particularly interested in what we're... Uh, there's no one in the alleyway, but you can roll a perception check. Yeah. It's a 19. Uh, you don't detect anyone okay. e- dropping eaves yep. anywhere nearby. Uh, um, so, yeah, I suppose it is coming to, like, how much money are we wanting to spend on... I mean, if we're going to be... He's lodging us, so that's not a problem. Uh, we'll so we put just, him close by, at yeah, least. Close, yeah, probably somewhere reasonably secure as well, which I'm assuming will probably be a bit more pricey. That's fine. And, like, I don't think it's a bad idea to have somewhere to go that's outside of Dupree's kind it, of it, yeah. happenstance. We, we need to... It's something we can discuss later. We need to make sure that we're not going to just that place and also where we're staying. Mm. We need to at least try and make a show of exploring the city mm. or doing like, other I'm, things. I'm more than happy find... to go and have a look at the Mages College and like see mm. what's going on Because we have a dragonborn with us, Maybe so we, we are very legends. obvious. Um, and then go our separate ways and then meet back mm. at the location in... Yeah. I guess around now or however. Yeah, but just sort of make the effort. College as well. Yeah, yes. make the effort to go out and eat in different places and stop off at other places and explore the city as much as get things done mm. because it's very obvious if we go to just two places, which yeah. is yeah. yeah. Would anybody we would any of us know anybody in the city? It's like, like it's from previous poss- previous uh, um, uh, associations. Possible but unlikely. I doubt it's, it. It's pretty much For a me. question of whether or not they... Scan probably wouldn't, yeah. but... I, uh, you would have had a fight here at some point. You know that one of the boxing arenas is in town. Hmm. Scan, the only person you know that it would have come to arena previously is possibly your sister. Because hmm. uh, she for a piece And she clearly left yeah. an impression. Yeah. You may have family here because it's a port city. I had thought of that, and... It's entirely possible. I'm still fact. thinking about that. My, my, point, my point is, if we're going to be doing innocuous things that's not going to around suspicion, then looking up old friends and contacts would be definitely under that. Uh, whether or not you would look up your family, that's entirely up to you. I actually would have to go out to the arena, because this is where the fight was supposed to be. This is where the fight after or- arena was going to be. Yeah. Yep. So I'm going to have to go in and cancel that. Would it not have been already? <laughs> George is dead. The war is on. I think it uh, d- potentially, but as in, it would still need to be something that it'd be like, look, uh, the fight's not happening. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm definitely like head towards the Major's College. Major's College. Yeah. Anyone else I, going? I would go with him. I would too, as well, actually, because that's where yes the silver works. Mm. Well, we not just asked to go straight to the safe house? As soon as possible. As soon as possible, we'll make sure we're not followed, so you need to... This is what we're doing. Okay, well, if that's what's happening, then I would do the errand of going to the the boxing. Yeah, like, while you still look like Charlie Roughhouse, that would be the logical time to go, because you look like Charlie Roughhouse. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'll be going with Quillane to help find some lodgings for him. um, Okay. And probably just have a cup of tea and just be like, all right, this is is what 
is happening. We're going, we're going here. We might potentially be staying there. Um, I'd like you close. Um, we might need to make use of your lodgings. Um, yeah. Maybe we'll just get a few rooms. Yeah. Um, so it's not obvious. And that He'll way... give us a suite and he can sleep there. And if everybody else is there all sometimes or all the mm. time, doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what's Roland doing? I'm going to the Major's College. I want to find out more about AA... Hey, hey, Miguel Cardini Valenis. Professor Valenis, I am curious. Silver. In any way related to silver. Silver. Yeah. Yeah. The other two are also going to the Major's College? No. Charlie's not. Charlie's. Yeah, Charlie and. I'm like the key point to the Major's College. Yeah, Duchess will go for a bit of a walk along the river. Yep. It's actually really nice along the river. It's like full, like, bricked up banks. Also, keep an eye out for a tea vendor. Preferably one that sells uh, hard grey. Well, you all struggle. Well, it's a port, it's a trading port city. Yeah. While walking, if I see a tea shop, I'll be like, ooh, yeah. and go in. And oh, there's, there's all kinds of shops. Yeah. I'm sure you'll find something. Uh, let's go, uh, let's, <laughs> uh, let's go get the lodgings sorted out. <laughs> so, okay, Abella, there are a lot of places to stay here in Key. What are you looking for in terms of housing? Something within. I guess a mile of the place that we're meeting up. Yeah. Um, it's very close to the Major's College, the place that Dupree wanted you to meet him at. Um, yeah, so something close, obviously, with room for horses um, and with a suite that we could slip in. Um, yeah, ideally somewhere that's not too highbrow, um, just so they won't be fussing over us too much and maybe like noticing as much. Um, as you get closer to the river, what you notice is that the, the build-up of houses, which are very large, stacked buildings, starts to peter out to single-floor and two-storey homes. I have a thought on this. Um, might it be better to acquire, rather than an inn, which our comings and goings would be fairly well monitored, possibly we look for a short-term rental on a mm. house. Well, that's, that's just the case. You find that there are a number of places that are basically just renting out the property. Mm. So Perfect. Airbnbs. Yeah, Perfect. That'd be better, <laughs> So, look, all you need to do is... Air-D&D. Air-D&D, yes. Um, so, the app for matching you up with a group of players. Renting a group. Yeah. 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 Like, oh. No, that's good. I like that. Trademark, trademark, trademark. What we do is... Well, can't do that because it didn't listen to trademark anyway. But, um... You can trademark. Yep. Air RPG. <laughs> you can't. Trademark. 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 Tra- tra- you can't trademark just a three-letter acronym, surely. <laughs> uh, they, they probably can. It's Hasbro. It's, it's Hasbro. <laughs> oh, is it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Air RPG. All right, we'll get on it. Yeah. We'll, be our next we'll, get, our, we'll get our top people on it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you find a halfling who is um, basically acting like a rental agent, taking care of a number of properties. Uh, he offers a nice one-story walled-off middle-sized building and basically for three months he's asking for 500 ducats. We do not need Jesus not fuck. Three months. three months. Probably a week. Just Maybe a month to be safe. Like, are there any other places? Are there any other, like, does this halfling manage sort of multiple buildings or? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, great. Persons, and you basically what happens is you go in. Give me my options. There is a second story of a building that's up for let. It's 100 ducats for a month. The place has doors for horses. You'd be living with uh, an elderly cu- an elderly couple. Hundred ducats. How is the cost of living like? You're looking for a house. Yeah. To rent. Yeah. I mean, wealthy would be four gold a day, which is yeah. That would be that would be like what it would qualify as. And that's, <laughs> that's, that's, having a house to yourself for a month. Sorry, I'm going off of previously established costs oh, okay. of living, not yeah. 
not book based. It's extremely. I don't recall us ever like. Yeah, I gave a man of? like twelve ducat, and that was enough to set him up for the rest of his life. But yeah, he's poor. Yeah, if you were yeah, uh, sort of cost of living scales radically. Like staying at, at uh, Viola's was like I think twelve ducats for like the week for all of us. Mm. Yeah, um, mm. but that was. Well, do we want to have? A base slightly further away, or are we happy to pay for the convenience of having? I just want to find out whether or not we're going to be in the city more than forty-eight hours. So I'll say to the halfling, like, okay, we'll have a think about it. We might come to either sort of later today, or perhaps sometime the next. Exactly. Well, look, if you are recently married and you're looking for a property, I can sell you a very lovely uh, two-room building in in the Delve. It's had all the rats removed. Just out of curiosity, how much would that be? It depends. Are you purchasing or renting? Well, give me both options. Well, look, if you wanted to rent 50 shillings a month, but if you wanted to purchase, I could probably let it go for 50 ducats. This is why it's a long way away, though. Yeah, it? it is. And it's in the real dodge part of town. So, like, coming and going. Children keep disappearing. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, coming and going would be. I have no a issue with that, though. Um, None of us are children. Well, let's, let's find out how long we're staying first. Yeah, okay. Great. Thank you so much for your options. Um, I'll have a think and get back to you. No worries, we give newlywed discounts, so, you know. Ah, great. And I'm Elaine is stone-faced when he mentioned this. He's just yeah, like, great. okay, yep. want to leave now. And after we like walk out, I'm just like, I'm so sorry. I just wanted to no, say No, no, it's fine. I don't okay. Know. I really um, wanted I that, that discount. I love that Angela is red. <laughs> <laughs> you are flushed. I go pink very easily. Now you've mentioned it, it'll be for the next hour. Yeah. Thank you. Helene uh, <laughs> goes, just, just to be clear, like, I really like you, but I'm not sure. Oh, no, no. It's, we, we've known each other for a few weeks. Yeah, we, uh, it's I'm no. Too, we're good, I think. I don't know. One, no. Are we okay. there? Or is, no, it's just these two having their awkward, <laughs> like, for the best. what are we? Oh, why does this guy have to bring this up? Not married is the answer to that. What are we? Not married, which is nothing but a fact. So I guess maybe what would be easier for us to is if I go find somewhere to lodge for me and the horses and then I meet you at, like, the bridge again, maybe tonight. We could maybe go out and get some food later. That sounds perfect. He disappears to go find lodgings and he takes the horses with him. Charlie. What? You are heading to the House of Champions, which is in this area called the Gullet, Mm -hmm. which is quite close to the shore. As you enter, you can hear and smell athleticism at work. That's that dry, stale sweat that you get in training rooms, and you can hear just, like, it's it's hitting you in waves. It's that Mm -hmm. sense memory of just being back in the ring. And as you enter, you see two elves practicing on a stuffed dummy. It's vaguely the same size as a person. And a Chortling to each other in Bashen. They're shit talking about yeah, yeah. On the way past, I'll be like, um, like when one like goes to throw a punch or just sort of tap his elbow up into the proper position so the punch <laughs> yeah. hits like not an attack, sort of as he brings his arm up to sort of tap his elbow so it's in the proper position so he actually hits harder and be like, You're not going to knock the head off a dandelion with that punch. Do you like it when people come correct your former? I like to learn when I'm not doing things right so that I don't ingrain the mistakes further and further. The typical uh, I think you know everything. Typical Bashano not willing to learn. So arrogant. <laughs> and then he goes back to the he goes back to the training dummy. Hmm. I'll just watch him. He corrects his form, though. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'd go much better form, well done. 
like and not in patronizing like well done that's that's much better form his friend looks kind of like what's the word embarrassed for his friend and the other guy's just not turning back to look at you that's fine you see that this is a training hall that's sort of attached to the arena itself and if you've been to one fighting hall, you've been to all of them, you'd pretty much know the layout. And it doesn't take very long for you to find the office of whoever operates this business. Well, yeah, like, Charlie would be watching the people train for a bit and just sort of drinking it in and yeah. seeing how people are doing and would um, yeah. then, yeah, head over and just knock on the doorframe. You hear... It's an Urha accent, but it's in Bashan. You hear, mm. enter. I sort of open the door and let Duchess in first. Sitting behind a really nice, worn wooden table is a silver-haired elf, and he looks up, and immediately recognition flashes over his face. You see the elf that George was talking to at uh, Captain Amelie's estate. Yep. Mr. Roughhouse. George is dead. I've retired. The elf holds your gaze, and then after a moment stands up and says, Mr. Roughhouse, I don't think you understand the situation. A large amount of money was spent on getting you back into the ring. And I intend to get a return on my investment. So what what do I know of this man? This is the man that's put on the fights? You've had very little to do with him because... Mm-hmm. And you've had very little to do with the organisers because that's generally what George used to do. But yep. you do know that this guy is very high up in the Bechino scene. Okay. Um, you remember that his name was Corbulo. Yeah. Oh, we've heard about this before. So, so I would imagine you would be concerned about the damage to your reputation of I this am scene. Extremely worried about the damage to my reputation, considering that one of my headline events is apparently retiring. Especially because his trainer was murdered at one of you know leading into one of your events. The other boxer, the other you know athlete was wounded, and also his trainer was murdered. You understand that I run a business, correct? Yes, I do. This industry, and it is an industry, requires money to run so that you can enjoy the thrill of the fight. I have already told you I'm no longer part of that industry. That was a decision that's been made long before I've come here. I'm showing the courtesy of informing that I have retired. You owe me at least one fight, Mr. Roughhouse. You're contractually bound. Did Charlie sign the contract or did just George sign the contract? George signed, signed it for Charlie. I was going to say, either way, I don't think that particularly matters. That's f- yeah, usually the person still has to sign the thing. I'm just trying to... Because I would imagine that within a contract there is also a expectation of the person who owns the ring to have, within a reasonable level, a safe environment yeah, for the true. combat. That was not. We were attacked at an event. You were given guards, you were given a guard, uh, a house to stay in, you were given Erhart guards, you were protected. That's very reasonable. Mr. Roughhouse, you're in a difficult position, let me help you. I can offer you a way out of this. You do a few rounds in my circuit, and then, if you're not happy with the way that you've been treated, I will release you of your contract. And I do that because I did respect your manager. I need, I'm making an inside check in this. Sure. Just a general... Uh, plus eight. So, 23. He's being genuine. So, as in everything that's been yep. offered here is... 
legally legit. Like everything he's saying to you, he's saying from a place of genuinity. I will. My counter offer is this: I will give you one more fight. This fight, and then I'm done. Well, it'll have to be a well-publicized fight. That's not my business. My business. I can make that happen. It's not quite my field, but you you understand there's a war. I don't think you're going to need to spend much to get people to come and see Erhard versus Bashanoe in the ring. No, you're very right. I'm just concerned of your well-being after the fact. Whether you win or lose. When I win, my he well- smirks at that, but he tries to stop. My well-being will be mine to deal with. And then he's like, because he would have also still been advertising this fight that's coming up. Yeah. So just be. Keep the, he, it's been a bit of a question mark because. Keep the, the date. Let yeah. them know it's happening. You probably won't even need to spend a penny more. That's the deal. And extends a hand. Charlie takes, takes it. it. Come by the uh, hall tomorrow sometime. I'd like to run you through your paces, see how you're faring. Uh, Charlie sort of nods. He's like, I'll see you tomorrow. And walks out. Uh, as you go to leave, he goes, Oh, and Charlie, I am sorry about George. Not as sorry as some people will be. And then I leave. The College of the Fish. Yeah, boy. Finally. Scan, Ryland, and Nezor. This area of town is very swanky. As you enter the campus proper, which is a walled area that's been sectioned off, you notice there are a lot of buildings, like three to four story buildings that are arrayed around this central gigantic tower. It is definitely compensating for something. It's, it's a very quiet, eerie kind of experience because as you walk in, like the sound of the rest of the city kind of just dies off mm. and you can hear like a bird song and there are trees and it's got sort of a very naturalistic kind of feeling. And the centre of this whole area has a massive lake. Everything's ringed around. And then you hear all the doors open and students start streaming out. But there's all kinds of people here. There are dwarves, halflings, humans, elves... Uh, majority elf, though. Majority elf, yeah. But what you do notice is that the, uh, that there are signs that say mundane and arcane, and they're directing to different parts of the college. So it appears that this actually has a magic department, but also has other areas of, of study. And you see things like architecture, weaponsmithing, and that sort of stuff. Different, different departments. I'm assuming you're going for the arcane department, however. Yes. Mm. I'd probably go for the main admin. Yeah, well... Yeah. That that leads directly to this massive tower, mm. uh, which you discover is just, that's the arcane department by yeah. itself. <laughs> Going closer to the tower, you see that there is a ring of menhirs around its base. Sort of of stone. Yeah. yeah, and it's that same stone that you saw in the swamp. Okay. And it has in it etched what looks like runes of power or something. Are they new additions or have they been there ages? They look like they've been there a fair while. But as you cross the threshold of where they're arrayed, you feel like that that ambient static feeling just disappear. Yeah, right. 
Unchallenged, you enter into the tower itself, passing through the line of menhirs, and you feel what was probably some kind of ambient magic suddenly drain away. It's like a presence you didn't know was there until it was gone. And as you enter into a large atrium that takes up the entire bottom floor of this tower, uh, you see a robed figure come across and suddenly stop in front of you. Uh, the Arcane College is not currently taking any applicants or questions, so uh, if you could kindly... He makes a hand gesture, turn around, and then he notices Ryland and goes, Oh, I, I, I apologise, Professor. Um, I didn't realise that you'd returned. Um, we weren't expecting you for at least another week. Uh, forgive me, I'm not actually Professor Villanus, but uh, I do need to speak to her. You said you weren't expecting her back for another week? No, you are the spitting image of her, though. Yes, that's what I've heard. This is why I wish to speak to her. Such a not all dragon like not all dragon ball. Don't look alike. I mean, admittedly, you have a f- like that. Like, is it- you see them so rarely hmm. that is the fact that we're both silver and female enough. No, or- are you asking him this? Uh, no, I'm asking you this. No, um, he seems very adamant that you look exactly like her. He he mistook you for her. Family features, do they... I don't know. This is what I'm so keen to discover. On several occasions now, I have been mistaken for this professor. It has become a matter of great curiosity to myself. How old is the professor? I don't really know. Same age as Ireland! No, that's what I'm asking. That's yeah. pretty much why I'm trying I, I don't actually have that age written down anymore. You are 42. 42. Mid-40s, yeah. I thought you and I were the same age, roughly. Yeah. Oh, uh, I'm dragonborn, so mid-40s is kind of on the other side for How old are you? A middle-aged cool. Sure. How old was Abella? Um, 21. Something like that. Uh, Very young for now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got a smattering of ages. Yes, so if there is anyone that I would be able to speak to uh, regarding this, if Professor Villanus is not here, that would be much appreciated. Well, the, the council is in session at the moment. They're dealing with quite a lot. Uh, this is This is university business. Um, I can't really speak to that. Un- understandable. Um, it's half the reason we're here. We, we have other curiosities, but understandable. That's we, we get a lot of looky loos. Uh, yeah, no, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. That's that is not why we're here. Oh. We have that. We have things we don't understand. Universities, you get it. Yes. Um, the sky shatter, sky shatter is most of the reason we're here. Those stones, they're yes. not sky shatter related, are they? No, they're laystone. Okay. Um, that. That we use this to protect, well, the students. Um, but if laystones were then appearing in other places where they weren't before... <laughs> that would be a question for dwarves, I think. Okay. I could go talk to one of the adjunct professors of masonry, and you could have a conversation with him. It's a lovely dwarven fellow from um, the Karak. I'm trying to decide whether or not we want to tell anybody else that we had something to do with this guy. No! no. I, don't, I don't think we'd do that. <laughs> Yeah. Even even one of the professors who were trying to work out how to fix it, because yeah. I feel like we might want to fix yeah. it. I say, uh, um, I say to him, we are in possession of what would be called liquid magic. If one of your professors is interested in that, I would be interested in speaking to them. So this guy does like a double take. He said, "Liquid magic. Uh, do you mind if I see?" You professor, don't have it on, can do no harm. It's you don't have it on you. It was the one that I took. Yours broke on you. Charlie has half of his on him. Mm. Um, it's like, I obviously do not have it with me. Um, it is... Uh, I describe it. Well, look, we're in a brave new world. 
anything's possible, I suppose. Look, this is, sounds very, like actual valid. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie to you guys. We've had a lot. I can imagine a lot of oh. people mm. yeah. worried about that. Mostly merchants. Some of them people who are involved with the port authority, and we don't really want to deal with that. That's not why we're here. That's completely understandable. Hmm. Um, I've been wanting to come to the library here for a very long time, but if you're not taking admissions, I would gather that's not an option. <sighs> not really. The, the library's restricted to students and Un- masters. Understandable. Uh, not going to push that issue right now. You seem stressed. I'm, I'm not really that stressed, to be honest. I I'm, just have to... Relay the information yeah. that everyone's been guessing. Look, this is, this is highly unusual. The fact that we have someone who looks exactly like the professor is, um, well... Unusual. Yes, and we've been dealing with a lot of unusual activity. We've been seeing a lot. That's why we're like, hey, (laughs) as if laystones coming out of the ground at the same time that the sky shatter happened. Yes, that does sound like it might be connected. Yeah, so we have our own personal curiosities, look of magic, strange magical artifacts that we want to get looked at. All right, Um, council's in session at the moment, but... We're happy to come back. No, 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 no. Stay here. He looks at you, Scan, and notices like that you're decked out for combat. This actually might be worth passing up the. I'll be right back. And he goes inside the tower. He doesn't return for about 15 minutes, but when he eventually does reappear, he is escorting a rather harried-looking human man in uh, his mid to late 50s. From his appearance, dressed in this ornate mage's robe. And he walks out and goes, She really does look like Professor Venance. Keen to meet Professor Venance. Mm. <laughs> She's currently on field studies. She's looking into the circumstances with her, and he points up and then makes like a. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> his fingers. Part of the reason we're here. Where did she go? She headed inland, uh, didn't really give us much information to go on. She just said that she might have a lead on one of the. Uh, she didn't mention a, a forest? A swamp. A swamp, yeah, it's probably more accurate. Possibly, I, I don't really know. I my my department's in enchantment, so. Um, no, I'll, I'll talk to you later then. But that's separate. We'll stay on on matters. Uh, regarding um, yes, uh, uh, we have come into possession of something that is functionally just liquid magic, and uh, a, a good portion of it splattered onto me. Uh, I have since. Oh my God, how are you alive? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> He did very smell smelly. very dead for a while. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was not a great time. I have since acquired some significant magical abilities, and sort of I click my fingers and whoosh. Yeah. Was, I couldn't do that before, for example, neat. But um, it was That's... originally quite explosive. Uh, we have uh, I have um, in- investigated Taint. invested in a uh, uh, a. a, a, a a solution. So you're hefting Madrigal's bracer up for him to look at? Um, he looks at that and you see him recoil in horror. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> oh, no, I'm not cool with it either, but it works. The, and I'm, like, I'm, okay, I'm, sorry, sorry. Can you see the, the, the glow, the aura? No, is it doing it I was oh. just looking at... Is it doing it currently? Yes. Yeah, like it's, it's constant. No, oh, good. Um, <laughs> one moment, and... <laughs> He extends, what did he do to you? <laughs> he extends two hands and then... Um, he gave me a plus two to my AC is what he did. Yeah. He extends <laughs> hand and then mutters something and he stares at your arm for what feels like a minute or two. And then you just see his face go from like annoyed to shock to horror to like, oh my God. Uh, and then he r- drops his hands down and he goes, so I uh, I cast a little spell called Identify. Mm-hmm. 
on that particular item, and I am amazed that it works, much less you survive the experience. Yes, uh, the, the metallic tendrils going under my skin were unpleasant. I'll give you that. I'm. <laughs> I would like to look at that in a safe environment. Oh, please. <laughs> <laughs> but also, um, I'm curious to know what your relationship is with the dragon. Well, I say dragon, he's Jocanus Vulgaris, but he's a large specimen for his breed. I'll give him that. Yeah, yeah. The, that's um, the phenotype. He's a friend and pet, and he loves this. Loves it. I see. I'm not surprised. Uh, it is venting ambient... Magic. Yes. <laughs> As I understand it, that's probably the point. Um, the the issue was that uh, I, I was unable to. I, I I I have some magical ability anyway. I have um, without like rangers on like a like I was like I'm a ranger. Um, but yeah. like I had some, I have some inherent magical ability regarding sort of tracking and hunting and that sort of level of things. Um, this as my as it was explained to me, uh, the the uh, new kind of magic that had uh, infused me was sort of bouncing off against that and uh, really struggling to balance the humors. Let's um, he, let's discuss this in a properly warded room. <laughs> I he, have an appointment to keep, but all right. <laughs> uh, he looks at Ryland and he looks at Nesma and he goes, uh, you can come with me, but we'll keep you behind the wards. Okay, uh, this is exciting. Do I get a lead bib for my testicles? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what did he do to you? This is fascinating. So the door opens. Stop me exploding randomly, I think. <laughs> so the door opens, and as you enter into the tower, you realise why it's so wide. There is probably five foot of stone between mm. the interior and the exterior, and you're brought into like a large circular um, chamber. You walk in and you realise that the tower is mostly hollow. Hmm. You can see like platforms levitating up and down on the interior, and you just see like there's there are what look like students sort of just extending a hand out. They seem to be summoning these circular wafer thin platforms from the ambient energy within the tower and are able to ascend and descend the tower as required. Uh, there doesn't appear to be any stairs in the interior of the tower, although if you really wanted to, you could potentially climb up freehand style, um, but that would be incredibly dangerous as this tower is massive. It goes up something like 70, 80 floors. And each each level is basically a circular tier that then spreads out into other rooms that yep. you can't see. Um, there is a water feature in the middle of this space. It looks like some kind of sea monster erupting from an ocean. And it's obviously got water coming out of it. And he goes, uh, yes, that's Pinky. That's our mascot. Um, it's the reason why we're called the uh, College of the Fish, even though that's not the official name, but whatever. He gestures you all into one of these platforms and then raises you up quite quickly. You go probably 20, 20 stories up. Uh, we'll go into examination room one, I think, and he takes you to one of these chambers. And there is a class in progress with a, like a student teacher. This guy just reaches out and goes, you, out. And the entire class get up and leave. Apologies. Thank you. Um, they're all like bowing and scraping as they leave. And Who is this man? Did he actually give us a name? No, no, he didn't. Uh, he says, before we begin, I should probably properly introduce myself. I am Arch Magister Atar of the College of the Fish, member of the Magical Council here and Professor of Enchantments. A-R-T-A-R. And Arch Magister is like... A-T-A-R. 
in terms of rank? He's one of the wizards of the council. Archmagister's fine. Uh, and he gestures you into like there's like a it's the way to describe this is sort of like an auditorium that comes down to like a like sort of like a medical teaching mm-hmm. space. Yeah. Um, and there are runes that are etched into this floor. And he gestures for you to stand inside this circle. I don't take anything that could easily be destroyed in with me. Okay. So you basically divest yourself of... I would, I would strip down to basically just normal clothing. Like, I'd take the jacket off and a good yeah. portion of my armor and everything. Hrosh yeah. uh, wants to go with you. Because um, I'm assuming you put him down. Uh, yeah, I would have said... I would have asked Ryland. Uh, he's and I give put her, out. I give her um, yeah. some jerky or whatever. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the Archmagister puts you into this... Does, does Hrosh have, like, a spot he likes to be scratched? Yeah, he does. <laughs> I, I find that spot. Under the chin. Yeah. Yeah. I give, it, I give him some love. Yeah. And some bacon. Yeah. Give me love, give me bacon. Yeah. I'm doing that bacon thing where now. Ty, like, arches his head up. Um, Roll animal handling. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, this, this guy steps into the circle with you and he goes, All right, let's begin. I would warn you, um, the, uh, uh, on the very rare occasion I've been close to prior to having this put on, being near anybody doing any sort of l- any magic at all, really. Like, one one the one battle mage that I, I met before, uh, a, a bunch of stuff exploded. Oh, yes, we have wards in place to protect that. Jolly, right. just making certain. We have an anti-magic field on the lower levels, and then up here there are a lot of protection wards that dampen that effect. But what I think he's made here is effectively an exsanguination device with a filtration device built in that runs through a series of runes that separates inherent magics. So uh, if you could think of it like, um, say I put a particular rune up and I tried to cast, say, a a spell that uh, creates a gust of wind, Mm. that would pass with no problem. But if I were to use, say, a fireball, it would be stopped or prohibited from passing through. Someone has made something very similar to that, and it terrifies me because it shouldn't work. (laughs) Is it to do with possibly the metal it's made of? Uh, the strands of metal are very clearly skein steel, mm. uh, which is impressive for the amount that's actually there. It's it was expensive. I, I imagine it would have been. Uh, you must be a person of means. Adventurer? Of course. I see. <laughs> um, can you remove this? Can I remove it? Uh, you have not tried. Um, I think I would have tried. I think, okay. As in, I recall saying, yeah, can uh, I take it off? Uh, yeah, as I, soon as I put it on, I'm like, I'm not sure I can't. Like, it, I got the impression that when I put it on, I was like, this feels very permanent. Yeah. Um, can I? The, like, you could probably remove the thumb ring and then retract the steel from your body, and it probably would require you to tug on it a bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I go, um... Not without significant discomfort. Um, I've okay. honestly not tried because wearing it makes me safe to be around and not smell like a latrine. I, that's unfortunate. Yeah, um, yeah. And hairy as well. There was a lot of hair. <laughs> it, it just where the splash. And I'd sort of, I would open the shirt and say, like, the, is there any indication of where it was? No. I would trace out roughly the sort of where the, 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 yeah. the hair sash splash he, was. He looks at it and goes, I don't really want to touch the device. It seems yeah. to be fine. I just, it terrifies me on a theoretical level. Um, <laughs> I take it off. <laughs> okay. Um, you do so, it, it hurts a little bit. Um, and mm. then as you withdraw the, the metal, he, um, he takes the van brace and looks at it. And then um, he, you see him sort of like 
it's almost like um, swiping a screen, mm. like he's doing something clearly magical. Mm. And he goes, well, this is actually quite ingenious. It's terrifying, but it's quite ingenious. It's <laughs> venting. It, so the basic premise is that the attenuated strands that go through your body basically collate the, the magic. Mm. It draws it up into this device. It runs it through filter and then runs it back out the same way it came in. Right. But the stuff that's not supposed to be in the body, because it's clearly designed to filter out certain types of magic. Draconic, I imagine. Oh, no, it's it's uh, it's it's pure wild magic oh. that's being withdrawn from you. Oh. Um, it sounds like that's what you were afflicted with. Quite possibly. I on I say I just say to him, I'm not trying to dissemble her, and it's like I do not possess anymore. Unfortunately, I wanted to keep it in a vial. Um, I fell off a horse. <laughs> <laughs> it happens to the best of us. Yeah. Um, it was in a sort of battle situation. <laughs> I see. Uh, well, well, more of a riot. Mm. There have been a few of those, unfortunately. Yeah, on our way out of Orim. Oh, I'm very sorry. Oh, look, we we were okay. Did your did your family get hurt before they? Uh, my family it? were not in Orim, fortunately. Oh, I was yeah. there with a group of friends. And I see. I should have detected the accent. My apologies. Um, <laughs> so, uh, what was your name again? I'm sorry. I, I, I'm very interested in this, and it, I I completely disregarded all the niceties. Ryland's been straight. Like, she hasn't yeah. given her name, but she's like, should I? Like, yeah. but you're saying, like, scan. That would be like, oh, yeah, my name's Tristan. There's sure. a yeah, like billion Tristans. Scan. scan, lovely to meet you. Um, I haven't caught the other names, but uh, feel free to say all those. It's fine. We're all wizards here. Well, I'm not a wizard. But, uh, <laughs> Neither am I, I don't believe. <laughs> no, it's, it's just, None of us are wizards here, but... Campus life is different to regular life. <laughs> Listen, um, this should be fine. I don't let you see any problems with it. I was a little bit concerned because it shouldn't work, but it does. Mm. Now that I understand the mechanisms, it's very crude. Very crude. Um, but ultimately, it should keep you relatively uh, safe. Could I get a rough life expectancy on the device? I, I, would was, I was informed it would probably not work forever, ever. And I would probably be, in, be well advised to seek out a more permanent solution. Like, do I have I'm months, years? <laughs> Well, you see, normally you get like sort of a magical build-up on a lot of these things, and that kind of degrades the thing over time. If you're constantly running magic through a conduit, eventually the conduit fails. Mm. It's just mm. it's it's showing absolutely no signs of degradation. Could it be perhaps that because um, my little dragon over there has been curled up around it, soaking up the excess by the looks of it? <laughs> that is entirely possible. Um, do you mind if I examine him? You may, and I sort of gesture to him, and he flies into the ring. Yeah, he sort of swoops into the ring and lands on my forearm, and I put the van brace back on. Yeah, all right, little fellow, let's have a look at you. And he literally just reaches up, puts a hand over the back of um, Frosh's neck, and then like lifts his cheek to see his gums, mm -hmm. and goes, "This is a very atypical pseudo dragon." Notice that it has larger incisors than most normally do. He has been hand reared, so uh, like I've seen plenty. Yeah. Um, it's like I acquired him up uh, along uh, near Lanedlos in the along the in it. I've never heard of it. It's along the Illic coast. Uh, there is a lot of crags and things, and a lot of many uh, many small draconets. Um, we call them uh, live uh, in colonies up there, um, but. Ooh. They are wild, and the wild ones don't tend to be as... Uh, Do you happen to have another one that you'd be willing to sell? A dragonet? No, unfortunately not. 
There's something of a curiosity here. We'd they are uh, difficult interested. to acquire. Um, you can get an Illich merchant, they might be able to sell you the eggs. That would be my recommendation, acquire the egg. Mm. God, this is asked of me a lot. Uh, <laughs> uh, what can I say? Dragons have a certain allure about Look, them. They're, they're pretty cool. Yes. Well, you're welcome to, uh, you are welcome to um, investigate young Krosh here, as much as you like. Uh, <laughs> uh, Krosh is like, what the fuck, man? Yeah, no, he's pretty thorough. He's like wingspan. He's mm. like checking the reactions on the knees. Lifts the tail, like oh, it's pretty invasive actually. Yeah. And Rosh is getting quite annoyed. Sends you like one of those betrayed looks that that, that pets do when you're at the vet. Board. They're just like, why are you letting the stranger touch me? Like you stuck a finger in my butt. I've heard that, and I have to research this, but I've heard that pseudo dragons are they can forge psychic links with people. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I can understand. He has not not full blown communication, but he, he can send me images or um, uh, emotions. I can I, I feel I, he, currently he's irritated with me. Um. <laughs> yes, uh, well, I apologise for that. I, he pats I, he pats Frosh on the head and Frosh un- almost makes a bite. Mm. <laughs> yeah. It sort of tolerates it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just like yeah, he's <clears throat> that's he'll deal with it. Um, I suspect there's probably some kind of codependency happening here between that device and that dragon. That's my limited understanding of this. The aura. You're his dragon. Drug dealer. Yeah, that's fine. (laughs) The cross was like breathing in the stuff I was saying before. Yeah. Yeah. Like the aura I spoke about seeing before, like it was emanating from the gauntlet and going into cross. That would would pretty much confirm the the hypothesis. Um, Are you classically trained? Musically? No, as in arcanely. No, I am musically trained, and that's somehow um, come out magically at times, and I've I've mm. tamed it personally, um, and then recent. It's a shame we're not taking in new students. You're quite. Yeah, I've been wanting adept. to check your library out for a while. <laughs> it was the reason I wanted to come to Key. Um, I still have other magical items that I want to get checked out, but I understand. Um, with well, the, the sky we're a little bit busy at the moment, mm. but. Toward the, uh, the the sky, sky shadow, star shadow. What are we calling it? We're just calling it an unexpected the phenomenon. astral event. Yeah, um, doesn't have quite the same ring to it, does it? We've been seeing more and more ley stones, and I understand. Like my my understanding of ley lines and ley stones is very um, basic. They're not in, inherently themselves. They're comprised of a kind of stone that can absorb magic. Right. If similar stones or similar formations were suddenly erupting at the same time as the sky shadow happened. Well, it's an interesting hypothesis that we have about how things work here. So, are you familiar with the skein at all? Yes, as in skein steel? Uh, well, yes, uh, that is that is where it comes from. That's um, meteors or other things from outside this world that land starfall effectively we believe that there is a field of magical energy in the sky Mm -hmm. high altitudes that uh radiates ambient energy it's part of what keeps our world in sync Mm. Uh, that is why when we build wizard towers we try to build up Up. so that we can access that power it's very however there are theories that the lay stone in the earth acts as a sort of conduit for that radiative energy and then somehow recycles that and returns that to the skin so it is a closed system right we've not really done much study into it it's not really something that we've um looked into it we just are sort of dragging the uh the fact that there is a stone or a, or a material that is able to absorb this magical energy and then the skin appears to never really run out mm. 
Um, although it is behaving extremely strangely as of late, I must admit, which is partially why we're so concerned. Um, one of our number exploded rather violently um, a few weeks back. Uh, he was doing a remote viewing of, um, well, we're not quite sure what. Uh, we found him in several pieces around the scrying chamber. It was not a pleasant sight. Uh, what time of day was it? Uh, probably midday. Oh, okay. He's checking with us. Early like morning. Early. We didn't really find him till... The aurora is, is uh, interesting to me because it, uh, is, uh, because it is apparently... I, I, I'm not able to see it myself, but um, it matches. Or is a very similar sort of vibe it, about it. it. The, the aura around his arm um, could be a likened to the aurora that have been appearing in the sky. Interesting. That sort of tracks with what we've been studying. I wonder why you're the only one who can see it. I'm very... The last little while has been a magical, <laughs> magical journey for me. <laughs> we can try and find someone who maybe can look into that for you. That, that'd that be good. Um, e- even just... And i pull out the flute and just be like, even just someone to look at this thing and tell me what what this is and... It's a flute. Yeah, but it... it, it it's got some strange magical properties. Not sure whether it's because of what's played uh, through it. Artifacts are not really my area. No, understandable. Um, um, look, we have a few problems of our own to deal with. We have a number of unexpected uh, intruders. What and we've kind s- of intruders? We've sealed the lower levels Sa- off. Sounds up our alley. Um, we would be very interested in hiring people with experience in killing these things how, how much uh how many monsters are we talking here because there is there's the three of us and we're quite adept but we do have some um associates that yeah if if need to be called upon we um very uh, not 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 overly long ago um encountered a large steel bird mm. um i'm sorry a large a shrike a shrike you know, the a tiny sort of, you know the little tiny ones but um it yes. was the size of a building i actually have my bronze feather for yeah. oh yeah I've so i can one as well. produce it uh, uh oh don't be, be very that careful. was that's a small feather. This, this was the smallest one i could find that's um, ridiculous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so we encountered that. Up our alley. That we encountered that being shortly after the sky shadow started happening, in a place near one of these lay stones, just pop up. Mm. I see. And I, there was also rust. There were also some uh, creatures that were eating metal, like oh. beetles, insect beetles things. Yeah, I, I, they're near the same place. And ghosts. Oh, there was the ghost as well. There was a whole ghosts. colony of druids living out in there. Um, no, and it really no the, the ghosts were in, in uh, also near a laystone. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. No, but they were in the bank before yeah. the laystones came No, no but I think they were, they were agitated by... Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got the impression uh, they were... Uh, this is quite a lot of information to take in. All, all I'm saying is we've... It might assist your research to be aware yeah. of the, that, that yes, connection, but also we've dealt with these things. So it sounds to me like some kind of aberrant spell casting, possibly some kind of enlargement that went wrong. <laughs> but I don't know if it was done by somebody or if it's, it's, there is just magic around and it's just sort of happening. Between you and I, we've been getting quite a lot of um, complaints from Port Authority mm. in Kui because they're reporting a lot of things in the sewers and that sort of stuff. We are currently trying to work out what the hell is going on. Mm. That's, the, that's our official line. Um, but I would not be surprised if similar situations are happening out in the wilds. 
So, um, look, I can't spend any more further time from here. I, I very much appreciate, appreciate it. I'm happy, to take, I'm happy to walk you out. Um, let's talk more. If you could find a few people or yourselves yeah. would be willing to do that, we can make sure that we can... We have five or six associates. That, yeah. yeah, and and happy to, to figure out, um, as I really want to be in the library, we have some other stuff that we all I'm sure at. we... And we, we can arrange that as part of your payment. That's not a. Yeah, that would be good. Appreciate it. Mm. Excellent. And if if we could, we'd let you know where we're staying. If Professor Valenas returns, I would very much like to meet her. Mm. We can certainly arrange that. She's expected within the week. Very Smashing. Well. Uh, so with that meeting concluded, he escorts you out of the room um, after you reattach the van brace in the sphere. I'm assuming you put it back on. I was putting it on yeah. before he, when he started in, um, in investigating Crush. Yeah. Um, so he escorts you down and then out of the building and he shakes your hand. Not the hand that has the van brace, though. No, it's on my left arm. Yeah. Uh, and your hand and your hand, uh, rather than Nezor, and then bids you good day. I am very grateful. I'm just like, you have, you have settled my mind uh, a lot. Thank you very much, Master Arta, for seeing us. Yeah, of course, anytime. Just not right now. <laughs> and he goes back inside. Later in the day, I'm assuming you all arrive. We meet up at the bridge yeah. and then we go. Follow the route that was yeah. given and, and mm. just checking as we go. That we're not being followed, yeah. yeah. Can I check to make sure we're not being followed or is it just... Yeah, if you'd like. Absolutely. No, no, fuck you. <laughs> 14. 13. Almost a 14. Turns out it's a 12. 19. 19? 27. <laughs> um, look, no one is following you. Oh. Any tales? on that shit. <laughs> so, yeah, you approach this area that DuPont told you to meet. It is a open space, like he said, within like a public square almost. There is quite a lot of um, people sort of just buzzing about and you notice that there is in fact yes this garden that he mentioned in the middle of the square with the like a, a steel a wrought steel archway mm. however when you approach the archway you see through it where the garden actually is you can see a house mm. exists on the other side of this portal wow. well I would uh, like to make sure that the thing's not being observed yeah. mm. in case us going through it is weird well, there's so many people just walking around. That's, yeah. yeah. If anyone would like to do this surreptitiously, please roll a stealth check. Sure. Yeah, I will do it. I'm just following in. Yeah. Wait, do I have... No, I can move through larger things. Ah, nat 20 nice. plus 5, so 25. Yeah. That's well, that's... On the that, yeah, Not so me. I stealthily look... Well, you all, you all surreptitiously make your way in. As you go through this archway, you can actually continue to see the surrounding of this area. However, the house itself is now replacing the majority of this garden. It's a two-story building, uh, sort of a townhouse style setup, and there are two brass knockers on the door. Yeah. Hmm. Honk, honk. <laughs> yes. Um, I, <clears throat> I would knock. There is a moment, and then the door opens, and you see a young man with a shock of black hair look out and say, Dupont sent you? Yes, yes. I don't know Dupont. <laughs> it's fine, we're not being monitored here. Okay. <laughs> uh, welcome to Blackfish Circus, and you are all ushered inside, and you can see Rubicon lounging in a city to the left. The place is covered in dust. It looks like it hasn't seen much use. But this young man closes the door behind you and goes, Hi, uh, I'm Locke, and <laughs> welcome to the uh, Heart Intelligence Service. 
Nice to meet you, Locke. Can I be clear that I would not have knocked like that? I, yes. Yeah, I was going to say, that was... Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> I, maybe potentially just one. Knock. Just... Boom! DuPont! I'm not entirely comfortable about this being the OR. You, the Earhart Intelligence Service is of it, higher ranking than what you previously were. Yeah. It's also a massive oxymoron. <laughs> <laughs> says says scan. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a moron. I'm not a moron. I've got some conflicted feelings, but <laughs> I've just been burned, you know, in the past. I've got some. Ex- I've, I think I've got some understandable hesitation yeah. about authority from my own country. Dupont emerges from the other room, carrying a cup of tea. Looks at you all and goes, "Well, thankfully we can all speak plainly now." How's it going? Been a while. Really, really bad. Oh, good. Great. Yeah, we heard about Aurene. Yes, well, I mean, we've taken Aurene now, I suppose. Sorry, right? sorry, is there a pot? Oh, yes, of course, just in, in the other room. Then Charlie goes and gets the pot. Yeah, there's a little kitchen <laughs> attached. Just pounding the whole job. <laughs> yeah, it just it takes is, the lid off the teapot. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a hard grey. Yeah, good. Uh, um, and he goes... I understand that you have questions for me, but these two lovely people, Rubicon, who is our... And he looks at her and goes, uh, well, let's just call her an interrogator. Uh, <laughs> I pull out the mirror and just check for a second. <laughs> yeah, she's... The room. Yeah, no one's, in, no one's in the mirror. Okay, cool. Uh, and, goes, and this is Locke. Locke was the uh, wizard who made the coins that you're currently all carrying. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's fine. He waves. Uh, I am also dab hands at counterspelling and counterintelligence and cool. gives you sort of a, a grin. Might have to talk to you about that later but we'll, we'll get to that. Always happy to meet someone who is a magical practitioner uh, and he gives you a cheeky grin and then DuPont's just like stone faced and goes yes, Locke is on his first assignment and that is a bit of a trial run at that. <laughs> <laughs> He's just excited. No. Yeah. Seems terribly weird to give somebody a trial run. Oh no that's right, you'd just murder him if he fails. Sorry, never mind. <laughs> Locke is like, oh, that's fine. Comes with the territory. <laughs> um, so quickly then. Like Me too. Yes. Yeah, it seems brave. I, I prefer Rubicon though. <laughs> uh, um, Rubicon. Are you saying that aloud? Yeah, sorry. I was like, no, I prefer Rubicon. Rubicon at that puts down the sort of like pamphlet she was reading. Looks at you, goes, "You're a tall drink of water yourself, Charlie." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Charlie's on. Charlie is unflappable. Yeah. She then looks at the rest of you and goes, my job here, just since Locke has told you what he's all about, is to make sure that if there are any leaks, I plug them. Oh. Fair. And she just looks at all of you and says, so don't be leaky. Ooh, actually, no, good point. Um, so should we mention the books? Yeah, we should. Well, so um, apparently they had a bunch of books that they took from a previous job, which Mother's I assume tower. is. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> at that, Dupont du- du- just goes, that's, a, that's above their clearance level. Oh, okay. Okay, well, either way, he, he was watching us. <laughs> All of us. Um, Maybe not you, but definitely <laughs> yeah. these guys who had them. He just said there was a button there. Yeah. yeah. Dupont goes to lock. Just check to see if we're being remotely viewed. And, um, <laughs> I just don't have them anymore. I destroyed the books. We used them as shoes. 
we did. <laughs> <laughs> Rubicon raises an eyebrow. DuPont no, just sort of looks... burst into flames, you idiots. Yeah, but well, we told the covers off to use them as swamp shows. Remember? Yeah, the remaining they... ones burst into flames. Yeah. DuPont's just sort of like, like looking at you all like, you're crazy. Because, um, <laughs> you remember us, right? We've met before. Yes, I, I do remember you, and apparently You've my memories us, were haven't you? false. Um, no, that's, I'm just... I'm just joshing you. Let's retire to my office and debrief. Sure. Uh, Locke, you're on first watch. Rubicon, get some rest. I need you on mission tonight. Right. Uh, and he leads you through the house and up a flight of stairs into a office space that is... It, this whole place is just covered in dust. It has, like, dust drapes. Like, curtains have been closed. Everything's still in a state of being put together. And as he walks up the stairs, he goes, Apologies for the mess, uh, I had hoped to have this all cleaned up before you arrived, but I only arrived myself in the last two days. So, uh, so we get there, and it's like, yeah. I'd, uh, apologies about the um, yeah remote viewing book thing. No, um, I don't know how much Mano would have gained from the spying on us. Um, we didn't expect the books to be... I don't know, we probably should have, but we didn't expect the books to be sort of a, a remote viewing situation. They uh, are destroyed now, though. I suspect that... It is partially curiosity, but um, I'm not as worried about Mono at the moment as I am other matters. We are dealing with, well, our little jaunt into the underside of Areem has created some complications. That's yeah. a mild way Just a few, yes. No, no. Yeah. You know he, was watching, he would have been watching us while we were there, right? Potentially. Potentially. Yes, but the, uh, and he looks at Ryan and goes, the uh, cult of the dragon was present also. So I suspect they are, if Mano knows, it's not new information. I have a question about, um, he was referring to that, that, that uh, Marduk was referring to Silver. Um, there is a, yes. a Silver dragonborn who lives in this city. Um, Professor Valenus. Yes. Uh, Argento Velanus, which happens to mean silver, so... Yes. That's not the same person, is it? I suspect that's probably a safe bet. I want to monitor her. That's part of what Rubicon will be doing. That being said, if it is a safe bet, it's a dumbass nickname. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, ah, you'll never guess my secret identity. My suspicion is that that was more of a derisive term. Oh. I've had a very brief encounter with Marduk previously, and he does not strike me as the most intelligent of, well, Dragonborn. He's not. He's dead. <laughs> At the time. I mean, you, you, sorry, you confused me. You used the wrong tense. All good. All good. Charlie is a stickler for that. <laughs> Breakfast and the correct grammy culture. Everything is very tense with Charlie. <laughs> um... Rubicon might not mind that. <laughs> What's the situation like in Key at the moment? Because I, I have personal reasons for coming here, but obviously... It's very tense. We're, de- we're dealing with the fact that the Bashano are actively recruiting, mm-hmm. which has led to a spike in national pride, which is causing problems with people who are ethnically of Urhart mm. descent or mixed blood, mm. such as yourself and myself. Scan. So we're seeing a rise in violence against people who are at least of our heritage. Mm-hmm. There are problems with the sky that is creating problems with the shipping routes. Both, for, uh, it's not just navigational. We're dealing with very active oceans. There are creatures that are now attacking our shipping. Where does the sea bitch fit into all of this? Because she came up while we were in Ratu. We've he seems surprised about that. 
he when you say this, he was just, I was actually going to bring that up with Scan. Apologies. No, I'm no, just I'm curious because it, it, she's come up twice in the last little while, not directly related to the ocean, so... Well... Like, yeah, she is sort of but, related to the ocean. But personally, she's come up more, so, more than just I mean, the fact, that, the fact that they are looking like she, she, what she sank, she, she sank a couple of ships belonging to the Red Shields. <laughs> he laughs when you say that because she has sunk more than a couple of ships. Oh, no doubt. And look, Knowing Scan is, this does not shock me. Scan is competent. I can only imagine that his sister is more than competent. Thanks. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> how? How? Like, like what? You were going to bring her up. What were you? There's a very. I imagine you were going to elucidate a little bit more on the information you were proposed, supposed to give me a while back. The person who I was planning to get the information out of uh, was a mercenary leader that operated a band called the Red Shields. Uh, yeah, Castellan. Castell- yes. Yeah. Oh, I like Castellan. No, He's no. a good man. Apparently he had a crush on me when we were teenagers. Yeah, funny old world, isn't it? I didn't actually anticipate that you would have any FaceTime with him, which is interesting. Uh, Mind you, I should have tried to arrest me. (laughs) I don't particularly blame him. No, no, no. That's like he he explained, but I I think you know, holding holding me responsible for the actions of my sister is sort of you're not going to get anywhere with that. Feel free (sighs) to do it, but it's not going to help you. She's not going to stop. He spent a large portion of his formative years in the Valen hegemony Mm -hmm. and picked up a lot of their um, I guess ways of thinking. Sure. Not easy to break, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, He looks at he looks at um, Nezo and goes, you understand the concept of vendetta, correct? Yeah. It's, oh, uh, I, Castellan and I understand. Like we have, we are I have reached a, an understanding. But yeah, especially when you're on the streets, um, yeah, that people take that quite seriously. Yes, all um, the way out though. Oh yeah. So the sea to bitch. talk to you about the sea bitch. So um, this requires a little bit of a story. Part of my personal business uh, relating to the Mano incident is that um, some years ago. I embarked on a venture to conquer the dark tides. Mm. The uh, ship. The how do you know about the ship? Uh, we met Jasper. We and met you Jasper. know we met Jasper. Yes, but I didn't realize he told you about the bloody ship. He was very <laughs> friendly. <laughs> he was alive. Yeah. Just a little bit. He's fine. Well, I think we he just was. stole his shoes and knocked him out. No, I cast charm person on him and said oh. he was very friendly. Ah, uh, right. It wasn't just his shoes. If it wasn't Stop. for the fact that he could get into just about anywhere, I would have killed that man a long time ago. Look, <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't blame you. No, he is surprisingly resourceful. I don't know who we're talking about. You don't. Don't uh, worry. We'll tiefling update. acquaintance, uh, Mr. Roughhouse. It's a thief. You'd love him. Oh, I'm sure I would. And he sort of looks at Abella. Gently. Of course, he gives Abella a gentle look. look. I liked Jasper for what it was worth. Not much. I love that. <laughs> Tristan's current character and his character. This is bleeding through. I'm into sorry, each other I just need Jasper. a drink of water for that bit of spice I just got. Uh. <laughs> anyway. Some, remember, we are not yeah. without resources ourselves, I yeah. suppose. Some friends of mine got together and funded the creation of a ship that would be resilient to the dangers that we anticipated in the dark ties, including navigational. Mm. Um, our reports are that it is incredibly difficult to 
get a bearing, an orientation, which is probably what leads to the majority, if not all, the ship's destructions. Unfortunately, that's what compasses don't work. Your people would know about the dark tides, surely. Yeah, yeah. You once you go in, you don't come out. Yeah, sure. You fathomed why. We suspect. Well, we, the the ship was armor plated, sure, to prevent sea creature attack. We had magical warding to prevent interference. A very robust vessel. That vessel was stolen by one of our number. Oh, good. And now it seems it's in the possession of your sister. <laughs> <laughs> that, would, that would be how okay so you built the best ship in the world and then it got stolen i i, I apologize <laughs> I, I i don't this is only recent information it's how she's been able to destroy so many ships she took down a dreadnought <laughs> it's a good ship i can understand why you want it back um do not in any way expect me to be able to like i i would be i'm not interested in helping you Defeat my sister. I have no interest in your sister. Good. Um, but also, so wait, you don't want the boat back? I'm building another one. Oh, okay. That was actually what I was going to get to. We have a shipyard here in Key mm-hmm. that we had been funneling materials to to build another vessel. That's not going to go very easily now that there's a war on and they're taking all the material. Exactly. So this propo- this creates a problem. Not only the fact that there is a war on and the heir apparent is currently blockading the city. <laughs> no, not. This uh, city? His flagship is off the coast. Oh. Were that not the only problem, the fact of the matter is we are missing key components to make the navigation system work, which we may have to look into the Majors College to see if we can get some... Access to certain materials that they have there. We have an in. We're there earlier today. We have an in. Excellent. Excellent. That is fantastic. Can I, can I, can I, um, I suppose a large and important question is this is, uh, certified activity of the, um, Earhart. I'm here to enact my prince's will. Mm-hmm. But while I'm here, well, this Let's make a, hay while the sun shines. This is a private matter, then? Yes. Okay. So we don't mention it to, like, no. the, okay. And he just sort of, like, closes his eyes and shakes his head. No. They have their own assignments. They're here to collect information and deal with a few problems. Do you want us to actually do our heart stuff as well? Because otherwise, your two subordinates are going to be asking questions about what the fuck we're doing. They understand that they have a role. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, Rubicon will deal with them. <laughs> oh, yeah, I've got a fight coming up. Is that going to cause problems? He just looks at you sort of like, no, plus goes, like not a, particularly, but... Like a big advertised fight. Oh, you've not retired, retired. I'm going back. <sighs> Contractual bullshit. One more about... I could, could you, send Rubicon to deal with the problem. Could you just <laughs> buy out? Would you prefer to not? Because we could, like, you could just buy out. No. No. Okay. I'm going to Your man crush man. whatever he puts in front of me, and then I have some questions. Well, I am in the mood to give answers. So, what other information can I offer you? Uh, what do you want from us? Broadly speaking, you are an unknown entity. Sure. People that I am fighting a shadow war against. I would like to ask you to assist me, and in return... Once the ship is complete, we see what lies beyond. Um, yeah. The uh, Majors College, they have a, an issue in their basement. 
uh, with mm, monsters. Uh, monsters, things coming up from mm. underground. Um, we may well be being hired to go in and do some getting rid of that. Um, the negotiated payment could be part of what you're needing. I, sorry, I have an important question before we get too lost on... You said see what lies beyond the ties. Is that as partners or as employees? If you can help me achieve a goal that I have been driving for for literal decades, why wouldn't I make you a partner? Cool. I needed you to say that. Yeah. Mm. Besides, the rest of mine are dead. <laughs> or, Good stuff. or Jasper. <laughs> Jasper was a junior partner at best. Right. Have you heard more about him? He's, he's You've alive. got a boyfriend. <laughs> I'm not looking for another one. Ew. Uh, oh, yes. Um, we should probably mention Is this a security uh, leak? No. Yes. no, no, no. Very much so. Well, we mentioned him before. He's the he's the higher the employee. Ah, yes. You didn't mention that you were sleeping with him. I'm assuming it's I, that's how it started. Look, yes. Well, yes. He's yes. an employee, and and then ruining and he also yes. ruined breakfast. I don't think no, that's relevant, Charlie. But thank you. <laughs> it's very irrelevant. It's very relevant to an Earhart gentleman. Thank you very much. Well, I have to attend <laughs> to a few matters before I can really put a plan into action. So. The next few days are for your own if you want to do your... F I don't know, is that t enough time? Yeah, should be. It's um, the big fight that's been advertised all through the bloody city you've been in. I don't really follow the matches myself. We not were, what I've we heard. We were thinking probably not staying here. Um, you know, the fewer comings and goings and ins and outs well, and things like that. You have the coins now. Yeah. Throw them into a piece of clothing, you'll always be able to enter. Cool. Um... Yeah. They are bound to you. If someone takes the coin, you just won't be able to get in. They won't be able to get right. in themselves. It's, Locke is something of a, an idiot savant Good. when it comes to this. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Don't give to kid too much of a hard time. <laughs> um, what's your feeling on the sky, owing to our activities in Orim? I think it is a piece of a puzzle that I have been trying to put together for literal decades. Mm. I would like to tell you more about this, but I really do have to attend to things. Oh, I have one more question. Um, do you know if my family's in the city? Yes, your sister is here. <laughs> okay, good. He goes, I do have to attend to a few things, um, but I do have to speak to Ryland privately, however. She'll only be a few minutes. Okay. We, I go to leave. Yeah, I, uh, I make eye contact with Ryland, just sort of a, you okay? Um, and leave. No. 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 More important I'm totally today. cool with this. Sure. I don't view DuPont as a physical threat to my physical well-being. Now. Uh, so you all leave, uh, leaving Ryland alone. He goes over and closes the door behind me and then turns to you and goes, uh, you might want to take a seat. Oh, no. Is someone dead? I have a letter here for you. I want you to know that I did not open it, but I do know what the contents are. I'm sorry, Rowland, your mother has passed away. Thank you for listening to this episode of There Be Dragons. I am your Dungeon Master Matthew, and Abella de Rosier was played by Angela Leda Kay. Charlie Roughhouse was played by Tristan Doust. Nezor Valgoulis is played by Tom Moore, who also acts as our sound recorders. Ryland Westfall is played by Karen Schlink and Scam Felsbar is played by Joshua Walker. If you're interested in supporting the podcast, please consider checking out our Patreon at patreon.com slash therebedragons 
for additional material and content. You can also check out our website at therebedragonscast.com. There Be Dragons is produced and edited by Matthew Buss. There Be Dragons' original score is composed by Sean Tanian. You can find more of his work at seantanianmusic.com. There Be Dragons' art is produced by Brianna Manning. That's it for this episode. Thanks for listening. <laughs>